Welcome to another episode of the Grappling Life Podcast. Today we have a full house. I have uh, Saj from East is East. He's all grown up today. Welcome, Saj. Thanks for having me, bro. <laughs> it's okay. We'll, we'll, we've got a long podcast today, bro. Don't worry, man. We're going to go through all our jokes. Don't worry. So welcome. Sajad is the CEO of... Uh, I don't have to say it, man. Should we break it he now was, or later? He was, bro. He was. He was the CEO Thank you. of uh, Charity, right? And uh, this is the first time I'm actually meeting you in person. Right? Oh, so you, you want me to confirm these yeah, things? Yeah. Oh, it's yes. Us. The first time you're meeting me in person. Yes. Right. And we have some oh, you with, you've brought some with you. Why don't you introduce yourself, actually? Sure. My name is Asim, Asim Loan. Uh, and uh, I am the new CEO of Charity Right. I've, I've succeeded. Uh, Sajad trying to fill his very he's, big he's, shoes. He's that trying. He's going to try. He's going to try. Right. I just said that I'm I'm going to try to f- to fill the very large shoes that uh, Sajad has. I'm trying to pay you a compliment here, Sorry, bro. bro. I'm just being humble. I'm just being humble. <laughs> so, you you guys already can see now the the tone of the podcast. It's gonna be. I'm actually nervous that I'm gonna forget people's names. <laughs> I'll remind you. Don't worry. Please, I offer. We should have name tags. We should have name tags. I just I'm just I'm just very. I've been. I mean I'm in presence of royalty here, man. Oh, do you know my name, Sajid? Sajid, yeah. yeah. Sajid, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> and, and brother and Asif. Asif. As- Asif. Asim, Asim. 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 And who are you again? Harry. Oh, come on. You should know him by now. We have regular guests. He's, 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 been, he's been on here a lot, you know, yeah. that many times. You should know his name now. <laughs> have you been on it before? Yeah. Like six down. times, I think. Sure. This is your third time of third year. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's got awkward, man. What's going on? We're just trying to get him off the bloody podcast. We were saying, like, <laughs> who else can come on here? We've got six people sat in the studio at the moment. Just Every remember, single person wants to sit in the studio. Just remember that, that we're going to be interviewing you. Oh, your interview. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is he on your side? You're a co interview. Brother, I'm on this side. side of the table. Oh, you should have worn the hat, the grappling with life. Bro, I'm on this yeah, side. We... So, you're interviewing us. Don't mention so, the hat, bro, because right. I've been meaning to get him Don't mention it. So, how did you end up? Here, like on that side of the table. Because who you know, not what you know, yeah? Oh, Muhammad, <laughs> why did you choose him to be on that side of the table today? Well, to be honest, I had no choice. <laughs> so, he had no choice, so... So, technically, Arthur has been telling me this whole time that you guys technically work for him, bro. So I Technically? Wanna, yeah, technically, yeah, literally. Yeah. Literally as well? Yeah, literally, technically, <laughs> I literally work for him. I mean, there's that kind of Islamic ethos, you know, right. when the people that you... Uh, you know the, that you're in, in charge of. You're in servitude to them. You're, you're you know in service to them. I think he's right. he's he's probably looking at it from that angle. Isn't it? I, mean, <laughs> I think it's called servant leadership, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, listen. Don't focus too much on Sajad. Yeah. Let's worry about Asim, inshallah. There's a As- lot Asim. of that. Asim. There's a Asim. lot that Asim needs to tell us. So let's focus on uh, Asim, inshallah. You know, you're gonna get me started. You guys, so, this is gonna be. <clears throat> The most, either the most awkward or the worst. Mama, just tell me one thing, bro, Go on. before we start. Go on. Is this the first time you've had Northerners on your podcast? Yeah. <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> what did you say? I don't understand. <laughs> Zach, who's going to be this doing the editing, Zach, make sure you've got subtitles on this bit, yeah? So people can fully understand. That's a good question, Sad. It's the first time, isn't it? It is the first time. Yeah. So this is a new experience for you. It really is. Bro. How, how's that making you feel now? I'm worried that I'm not going to understand what you say, bro. All right, good. But but you said you promised me you were going to like fix the accent. A no, bit. I've decided I'm not going to do that, to be honest. <laughs> the way this podcast started, that's it now. It's all full. You know, it's, it's a funny thing. Like, it's usually if I'm meeting, like, through Chai Tri, if you're meeting donors and stuff, you're always yeah. like, yeah, yeah, you know, of course, you yeah, have that's perfectly. But the two times that... Uh, Bradford comes out yeah. pretty much, yeah. So I'm northern, but I'm, I'm from Bradford specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Is that either when I'm really happy 
or I'm really angry. So wow. as soon as you get angry, it's like, bro. And then <laughs> bro just comes out, yeah. Or I'm really excited or really happy, you know, then it's, you know, like, you know, Efas Dot always takes uh, the, the mic at me. She goes, yeah, hungry. She's hungry. <laughs> and what were the words that she got? Uh, fighting, no. fighting hunger. Yeah, he always says when he, instead of saying hunger, he says hunger, hunger. <laughs> I'm fighting hunger. So it's, it's usually on stage and usually in front of a lot of people. But yeah, hunger is the word that she. And I can always hear like if we're doing something serious and I'm talking about somewhere, and then I'll just pan the screen and I can just see him and sat with his family, and she's just like, was <laughs> laughing away thinking. I'm like, but how does it? So Bradford, let's talk about Bradford. Yeah, the start of there. I mean, I went to Bradford once. And it was an experience. Mashallah. Alhamdulillah. Honestly, it was actually a good experience because coming from London, uh, first I didn't. I never thought there was this many Pakistanis in the UK, bro. Mashallah. Um, that was on lockdown, bro. Different different types of Pakistanis as well, not just one type. No, no. Is it just one type? No, one type of Pakistani. All right. All from the same village. Serious. We all know each other. Right. She said to me, "Do you know Asif? I'll tell you exactly who Asif is." <laughs> right. <laughs> right up to his grandfather. Are they all Milpuri, bro? Let's just bl- let's pretty put this to much, bro. seriously. Pretty much. I mean, over the last all couple of them, yeah, way. pretty much, bro. Like percentage-wise of the Pakistani community yeah. in 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 Bradford, in Bradford, ninety-five yeah. percent. Wow. Yeah, Birmingham's the same, right? So Birmingham is probably just a few different villages, but right. most of the Pakistani community there is from Mirpur. Uh, from Mirpur. Yeah. Are you from Mirpur, bro? I'm from Mirpur. So Mirpur is like. It's a district. It's is not it C4, bro. You're from C4. Ooh, you know yes, bro. You know a little bit. No, I don't know anything about it. But is there C1, C2, C3? And it's, it's was it just C4 man. because it's of the explosives or what? No, is no, it? no. It's just a. It's just a. <laughs> it's just a, a postcode. It's just a postcode. Yeah. Okay, okay, right. If you're from C4, though. are you from C4 though? I'm from B3. Right. Oh, so you're the. You know that is, okay. Though. Are you at C4? Isn't from that in Bradford? <laughs> That's a Birmingham postcode, but yeah, it's also... Uh, you seriously from B3 in from Pakistan, B3. In not in Bradford? In Bradford, I'm from BD. Oh, it's BD. Yeah, remember, so oh, it's we're not BD. from Birmingham, so. so I want to ask, ask him as well, because... I just finished it. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Go on, go on. You're stealing you know this before? You're no, stealing no, his airtime, bro. This is your first show, bro. This is your first show. Sorry, carry on, carry on. You're a rookie, you're a rookie, yeah, rookie no problem. Take a drink, bro. Calm down, it's all right. Refresh. You're stealing Recompose yourself. <laughs> sorry. Go on. Oh, yeah, what was the question? The question was... I know I haven't finished answering you. What was the question? was. Most Pakistanis in Bradford. This is general. Yeah. Is this a general generalization? No, generally, I think most most Pakistanis in Bradford are from Mirpur district. So Mirpur, di- there's Mirpur the city, and there's yeah. Mirpur district. Right. Mirpur district is made up of lots of little villages, etc., etc. So most people would associate to one of those villages. Right. So over the last couple of years, it's we've had a little bit of a change. We've got a, a growing Somali community now, Sudanese community now, an Arab community because of the university. But still, majority is a Pakistani community. Cool. And I want to ask Asim, have you been to Bradford? You know, I have. You I have. have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Are you Pakistani? I am Pakistani, yeah. Like, are you yeah. from C4? I'm not from C4. Are you no, Mirpuri? No. Not Mirpuri either, no. Okay. No, 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 this, no. Is, this is, people <laughs> want to know this, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, well, my family is from Lahore mainly. Mashallah. Uh, but we've got family in Multan, in uh, Sialkot. So well, get to Mirpur, bro. Sialkot, can we talk about Sialkot, all bro? that stuff, right, and get to Mirpur first. You've got family in Mirpur, right? Nope. You got no connection to Mirpur? None whatsoever. No connection to Azad Kashmir? None whatsoever. Oh, cool. I have a connection to Jammu Kashmir. Oh, yeah. But not Azad Kashmir. He's trying to break us up, bro. <laughs> so what's the, what's British the issue with Azad Kashmir, bro? What's the... What's the issue with Azad yeah. Kashmir? What's the news? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, we've been for the last few well, years, bro. How do you know what you know the... Like Imam, right? Imam was making dua, you know, yeah. free Azad Kashmir. Did you not exile? Oh, Did you go right, to Sheikh and say, listen, what's wrong with Kashmir, yeah? I mean, in London, I don't think I heard it, bro. All right, good. 
they were making that about other, you know, other areas. No, so Kashmir, <laughs> there's two parts of Kashmir. You're not from, you're not no, from, uh, part of it is in India, right? Can we, can we just stop? No, 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 not from Bradford. Oh my God. Bradford, not for you. We need to ask him if he's not from, you're not from Bradford, here, are you? Not from Bradford. So he's not from Mirpur anyway. Just because he's not from bro, those things that doesn't make sense. Not from Mirpur, not from Bradford. He's not Mirpur. He's, 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 he's not from Bradford. He's not from Mirpur, so he's not from. Is that what you're talking about? Listen, he's not from any of those places. Okay. Where are you from here? Uh, I live in Nottingham, uh, but I was uh, born in Reading and grew up in Reading. Moved to Nottingham about twenty odd years ago. Mashallah. So, so we want to talk about your Pakistani experience, bro, and your experience in in, in Bradford specifically. Did you only go to Bradford to meet Sajad? That's the only reason why you went? No, I only went to Bradford uh, to eat the curry because it's a uh, damn good curry there. Is it good? Yeah, yeah. One of the some of the best halal puri I've did ever you had. Eat when you went to Bradford, I, I went. I passed through, bro. We, we weren't passed allowed. Through. We were told to keep our wind uh, arms and was it legs inside, legs inside the vehicle at all times. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Jurassic Park, you know. So when uh, once you went through Bradford, <laughs> then what? Then you like got your head out the window. Then, I, then we were able to kind of like look back, and it was like you know. The villagers came out and stuff like where, that. Where were you going if you were so, going through Bradford? Where were you going? So we, well, I went to Derby actually. Derby? So wait, wait. I went to Derby. Yeah. Let me tell the story. I had a friend of mine whose his brother moved up to Derby. We went to Derby and then he said to me, Let's go to Bradford. You have to meet, you have to go to Bradford, yeah. But it for was a cultural actually, experience, right? For a cultural experience. But it actually wasn't Bradford. It was we were going through Bradford to so another outskirts. It was about 16 years old. First time I've ever been out of London. And I was just like mind blown. Stuff for We did stop in Bradford. We went to a shop to oh, buy drinks. Good. And that's about it, bro. Then we just really interesting story, bro. So that was it's, 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 a, it's a good job you shared it all this time to tell us on this podcast <laughs> that you went to a shop to buy some drinks from Bradford. That's, yeah. that's about it. Beautiful experience. Bro. I'm sure most of the the listeners and the viewers will be able to relate to that story and think, you know, what? I can relate to that. I've always, I've always gone to a different Sorry. city when I've been 16 and bought a drink for my shop. Bro, I'm trying to connect with you here, man. Okay, like no the Bradford. Oh, <laughs> What's your experience of Bradford? Terrible. You're there every week, bro. What are you talking about? Terrible. Bro? Erfa's been up to Bradford. Come on, Erfa. Genuinely, what was the experience like? First of all, let me just get one thing straight. Everything in Bradford is seven minutes away. Right. Literally. Absolutely. Like, you could be in one location, and then you would have got to the next location, seven minutes. You get to that location, you would have got seven minutes. That, there's no traffic. And every single thing is just really, really close by. But my experience of Bradford, where we went out to see Sajad and the guys... Um, we did that long walk. Where was that place? In, in, was it Ingles? Ingleton Falls. Ingleton Falls. That was nice, you know, like nice walk we did with these guys. But it was nice. But for me, it's too many, too many Pakistanis all in, you know, encompassed in one place. It's just too much. So the culture, like, would you say the um, the culture in Bradford is completely different to because you got all Pakistanis in one spot, right? Mm. Has it morphed into a different type of? There's Bradford Pakistanis and there's. Does that make sense? Pakistan is from other areas. I mean, I got confused when you said culture of Bradford. I thought, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? It's oxymoron. Just because just, just, I, watched, I, watched I watched the social media post that, you know, and all the wild stuff that goes on in Bradford, you know, like, like I can't even, re- I can't repeat it on here, bro. Ooh, but like the guy, um, what was that guy that, um, those two guys arguing and swearing at each other? That oh, famous you're one. Going down here. Why are you going for? Have you seen that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen it, so don't even I'm try. I'm not even joking, You've bro. You've seen I'm it, bro. Not, carry on, carry on. He's maybe effing I... and blinding, and they can't even swear properly, bro. They both got heavy Pakistani accents, <laughs> and they're swearing at each other. All right, I have seen. you ever seen that? No. 
I wish this was an after hours show. I could show it to you, bro, on the thing, but I'll show it to you later. After hours show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> after dark. <laughs> come on, but, kids, go to bed. Let's just say we see the memes that come out of Bradford, basically. That's it. Yeah, there's tons of that stuff, bro. Like, yeah. th- to be honest, bro, like, Bradford's got its issues. Yeah. And it's not like, oh, you know, you, you, I'm always with these guys and saying, listen, you need to move to Bradford, yeah? Bradford's a certain type of life. Mm. Like, um, if we weren't able to go outside of Bradford and do other things, we couldn't live in Bradford. What do you mean? Like, like here you've got, for example, you know, you've got people giving da'wah, you've got the masjids are very, very active. Um, you've got people like trying to do some amazing, amazing work here. We don't have a lot of that in Bradford. We're trying to build it and we've been spending the last 10 years trying to look at how the masjid can be more active, how we can, like for, we, we were with like a couple of mashaykh earlier this uh, this morning and we're saying, you know, we're trying to convince them to go and start giving some da'wah <laughs> up in Bradford, right? Because we don't, really don't have any da'is there. That's surprising, you know? man. It's crazy, bro, because we're, we're what now, um, 130,000 Muslims, 140,000 Muslims, uh, we're more than a quarter of Bradford, yeah, we've got 140 masajid, but even if you were to go to the mosque and you were looking for an English khutbah, you'd probably have five places that would be doing English wow. khutbah, everything is still in Urdu, it's still the uncles running the mosque, it's still very kind of, you know, uh, I don't want to say backward, but it's still like... How it used to be run, yeah, like, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. Uh, and I th- don't think it's developed from there. Um, anybody who's made anything of themselves has traditionally moved out of the sea. Yeah, so you found people went to, you know, uh, to a London university to study and then didn't come back. You know, they're like, okay, I've realised there's a different world here and I, I don't have to So you're back. experiencing a brain drain? Yeah, like, you can say that, but I think... People haven't looked at Bradford and thought, well, actually, there's 101 problems. Let me stay here and try and fix it. Mm, yeah. Or let me go back to that community. They just thought, well, okay, that's Bradford's problem now. I can go and, and do other things. Even, <coughs> even for us, you know, like, we're, obviously, we're having a joke and a laugh now, but even us, when we're in Bradford, sometimes we're thinking, what the hell's going on here, man? <laughs> you know, mm. that shouldn't be like that. That should be a little bit like, you know, this. And how can we change our community to make sure that, you know, we do speak English properly, right? And we're not mixing these words up. And, you know, like, we, are, we have the same problems of any other city, right? We still got, you know, young people that don't have, you know, uh, leadership, they don't have anybody to look up to, they're just driving their cars, living for the life, trying to make money quick. Mm. I don't think that's anything different from what you guys would be experiencing here, but I think just the way that it's presented in Bradford and the North, I think is a little bit different from yeah. from down here, I guess. That's the, that's the main difference. I'll tell you one thing, as I'm growing up, the only, like, just to go back at um, the whole thing about Bradford is, like we, especially in Hackney, the only time we are here, Bradford and York, is county lines, Dr- the drugs, the mm, being yeah. peddled up the the motorways and stuff like that. So even, but I feel like, would you call Bradford? I mean, I'm guessing it's 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 bigger than a village, obviously, but it's smaller than a city, right? It's a city, bro. We have it's, a university. Okay, so that, is that how <laughs> is that how you is that? How, is that how you determine like a city? You can't you can't have a you can't a univer- a village, you obviously. can't you can't have a university if you're not a city, right? So okay, technically, yeah. But city. it's small. Would you say it's a small city? It's a small city, bro. Right. But if you if you look at it compared to the rest of the country, bro, I think it's what London, Birmingham, Manchester, Leeds, and then Bradford. Right. Like in terms of okay, size, right, in terms right, of population, right. yeah, in terms of scale, yes, like yeah. that's how like <clears throat> yeah. that's how big we are. So it is a decent size. Right, right. Um, so I start, I'm showing my ignorance, southern, southern ignorance, bro. Like, so, um, bro. I think once, once uh, geography for you, for you guys is once you get past terrible, Watford, yeah. it's like it's all north in it. It's bad, bro. It actually is bad, man. Like, yeah. and I think that's that's another thing about um, like when you look at London, 
I know it's a, a multicultural and metropolitan city, but you tend like, especially when we work with kids in inner cities, they don't travel. They don't. They don't even even amongst yeah. their own boroughs as well. Like I remember in Tower Hamlets, um, there's statistic that says that they don't even leave their borough until they hit 17, 18. So imagine wow. between. So they don't even leave the borough. So Tower Hamlets, you see how small it is. Uh, I don't know if you guys have you been to Town. You must have. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. So you've seen it. It's a kind of like Bradford, basically. East Ham is like Bradford, to be honest. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Everything's seven minutes away, East Ham as well. But guys, you, uh, so another thing as well that is really exploding at the moment is the food scene in Bradford as well. Like in up north, like like I've seen a lot of um, new food places opening up and actually causing a massive stir in, in social media and stuff. Like and I know there's a lot of influencers going there and actually trying food and... I don't yeah, know food is probably all we've got, bro, to be honest. You know, like when, we're, when we stand out for like, Food is all you need. <laughs> yeah, that's it, bro. <laughs> that's all, that's all, that's all, bro. <laughs> the further north you go, I think the, the curries get better. Um, and, and again, I think it's it's it is literally like I don't know what it's like in Nottingham, but I assume, but there's it, pants. Yeah, <laughs> the food. Yeah, 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 but it's got better. It's got better. Um, but yeah, it's nowhere near Bradford standard. Yeah, Bradford is just known for curry, bro. It's got amazing curry. We've got some of the best restaurants in the world. Serious? Yeah, like food wise. Wow, yeah, yeah. Like I don't think. You can do, and we've, we've and Alhamdulillah, Allah's blessed me that I've been able to travel. You know, I've been to Birmingham, we've been to London, outside of the, uh, the country, you know, different parts of Pakistan, yeah. and you know, all the work we charge, right, uh, that we've been traveling with. But like, curries wise, you know, yeah, oof, we've got that on well, lockdown, man. There, but you know what it is? These, guys, these, guys, these guys are used to that kind of curry, you see, mm. and because they're used to, I mean, don't get me wrong, he's, he's, he's right, I mean, when we went down there as well, I can't remember the restaurant you took us to, but their the, the curry, mashallah, it was like it was. You know, 10-10 curry, mashallah, very, very nice. But again, they, it, it's kind of, they, they, you know, the because the, of the demographic of the people that live there, because they're all Pakistanis, they, that competition amongst them in terms of having the best curry house mm. is definitely there as always. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. you got to, you almost have got, when you go to one uh, place to eat, the one that's two doors down is competing with that one to make sure that his one so much better. And so, and I think a lot of the, chefs and stuff they bring them from pakistan and places like that and they've always been mm-hmm. like the top chefs there and stuff and some of these guys could come and work for some of the biggest restaurants um sort of in london or in other cities but obviously they 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 look to stay uh, in bradford most of the time but yeah no you're right definitely the the food is definitely nice you can't you can't doubt that but that's all you got that's nice isn't it uh, that and and the hills, the greenery. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, bro. You came to Ingleton Falls. You saw waterfalls. You saw some yeah, beautiful, beautiful spaces. Amazing. And there was like a, and the drive there was amazing as yeah, well. Like, so we drove for an hour, but the whole way through, you're like, oh, this is amazing. Should we just stop here? Oh, this is amazing. Should we just stop here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, Saj, what's what's the Northerners' um, uh, experience or I said opinion of people from the south? Honestly, like, what do you guys think of? Uh, um, to be honest, again, the problem with a lot of the youth in Bradford is that they haven't travelled either. Yeah, so they haven't travelled, they've maybe been to, you know, to Manchester or to Liverpool or these sort of places, but they haven't travelled. Uh, once they come down here, it's a, it's a bit of an eye-opener, right? right? It's a busy life. Yeah, uh, people don't have time. Um, like, you could unannounced turn up to somebody's house in Bradford and he'll just say, all right, three days I'm with you, bro. Let's go. What do we need to do? You know, or you could put things on hold, and it's a bit, it's a bit easier. Uh, I think my experience of people at the beginning, genuinely, was look, either I'm there on time, and they're going to give me twenty minutes of their time, otherwise, right. I've I've got no time. You know, um, 
And it has a plus and minus. Obviously, life is busy here because people are out doing stuff. They're making money. They're running businesses. You know, they're you know they're in Dawa, whatever they're doing. They're they're busy with it. Um, I think maybe the you know the reason is because you know in the north, Bradfordians, we do have a lot of time. Like we are okay. You know, we're not really running a business. We're working nine to five, and you know we can take a chill pill, and then you know we can expect people to turn up, and it's all right. You know, yeah. I think that's some of the Pakistani culture as well. Like, you know, um, when we were growing growing up, I remember every weekend we were at you know auntie's house or some extended relatives' house. We'd never call up. Mm. You know, yeah, it was just yeah. we turned up with you know eight of us, <laughs> you know, yeah. in two cars, and we we were there to spend the entire day. Uh, Don't even try it, Sandy, bro. <laughs> Eight of you in one car, bro. Not in one car, bro. Those days, possibly, bro. Those days, the Corolla, bro. That's a solid, solid car, bro. You couldn't mess with that. That 2D engine. You couldn't mess with that. But yeah, you, you yeah. just turn up and yeah, yeah. it was okay, you know? Actually, I'm a bit, not jealous, but I feel like I was just speaking to someone the other day. I was like, Allah, life is too fast in London, man. Just You just feel like the week goes like this. There's no barakah in time. And also human relationships. You really feel like... Yeah. You don't, like, sometimes, wallahi, here. Yeah, like, the other day I was speaking to my mum. I actually broke my heart, bro. She was like, man, she lives literally a minute walk from me, mm. yeah? And then sometimes I figure, oh, my God, I haven't seen her for two weeks. Oh. Because you're just working. It's, it's, and then you, you don't realise, yeah? yeah? You kind of catch. And I was like, I have to make time now. I have to kind of. So, um, like, having, like, my dad's in Algeria at the moment, yeah? And he's video calling us. He's just... He's just having the time of his life. And the thing is, he calls us at random times, yeah, and think expects that to pick up, but yeah, I'm at work yeah. or I missed the corner. He's like, what, what, what are you guys doing, man? What, why, why are you not picking up my calls? But obviously, he, they're a completely different lifestyle over there. And, he, and what's interesting is he's adjusted to that lifestyle, right? And so he's now expecting that same lifestyle from you guys. Exactly. Very interesting. Exactly, which is, which, which is, but it's sad, man. It's, it is, subhanAllah, like before you know it, you're, you're old, your kids are older, and then, like yeah. uh, life moves on and then you're left on the, you this know. Time, this time issue yeah. though, Muhammad Royce, it is a weird one because how you value your time and mm. the way that you look at your time tells you a lot about you. Sah. Yeah, and about the life that you have and the priorities that you have in your life. I remember exactly the same, bro. Like, there was a time, uh, maybe about 2016, uh, I didn't go to see my dad. And just like you, bro, my dad in the car lives two or three minutes from my house, yeah. Um, I used to go every other day. So I'm gone for a week, wow. busy with some work or whatever. Yeah, I haven't gone to see my dad for a week. I've I've gone, but I've missed him. Yeah, uh, he's a mechanic. I've missed him, and we've carried on. Um, and my kids were there, and I was at work. And my dad got my kids to call me on on uh, WhatsApp or some on a video. Yeah, and my dad was like, "Oh, I just because I haven't seen you for such a long time." I thought. I see. He was rubbing my face a little bit as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> it's like this is what it's come to. That's yeah, a classic oh, dad big man. <laughs> you know, I got time for your dad. He was doing a bit of that as well. Yeah. Yeah, but and what's really interesting about that? He used WhatsApp to do that dad move. <laughs> it was my kids like, like call. You know, he's not going to answer my call. Call from your phone. He might answer. It. You know, it's one of those oh, things. Yeah. Man. He really looked yeah, in my yeah, face, yeah. and it really got me thinking, bro. I remember like really deeply thinking, like, what's my relationship with my parents? What do I want it to be? Because I remember my dad used to call me at work, and I was like, oh, dad's probably just calling about something. Yeah. And I would like if I was here now, and my dad called me. I was like, oh, I'll just I'll call it a bit later. If this wasn't a podcast, and it was a meeting, I'll just, I'll call dad in five minutes or a half an hour, and I might forget, and then I'll call him in the evening, or whatever. And I remember one time he goes, "Why don't you answer my call?" Like it might could be somewhat small, but what's up? And I don't even have an answer for that. And I remember um, consciously making a decision that I don't care where I am now. 
My dad calls me. It's usually my dad, yeah. But my mom. My dad calls me. I don't care what meeting I'm in. I don't care who I'm speaking to. I'm gonna have to cut them off because I'm saying my dad's calling. Yeah. Mm. And it's weird because the first couple of times I said it, it was like, "All right, uh, sorry, son. You know, Sandra, I'm gonna have to go. Uh, my father's <laughs> calling." And she's like, um, uh, "Yeah, all right." And so I'll call you back in five. You know. <laughs> and I get up with my dad, and my dad goes, "Listen, I was thinking." If you have a barbecue, you know, it was something completely yeah, random, yeah. Up. But it was really, really important for him that I answered his phone. It doesn't matter where I was, yeah. Mm. And I thought, you know, that's fine. That's what I'm going to do from now on. And genuinely, is bro, like the way that you look at the time that you have and who you, who's called you answer and how you answer their call. It's, it's uh, the whole relationship and everything. It's just, sure. it's a very, very different. Place. I remember, like recently, now obviously we were going to chat, right? That I've, I've, I'm leaving charity, right, and all this sort of stuff. So um, I'm not in the charity right office anymore. And I told my mom, like, just before, like, the kind of announcement, when I said, I'm leaving church, right? She goes, what do you mean? What are you going to do now? You're going to go get a job. <laughs> I was like, uh, no, you know, I'm going to be working on some other stuff and done that. Wait, but the charity right was a job, right? Yeah, but, you know, she didn't see it like that. She thought, she thought like, this is my son's charity. You know, like, mom's like, coming yeah. out now, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she was like, oh, what's going to happen to the car that you bought your dad? I said, like, no, 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 that's no, you can keep that. <laughs> uh, but it was like, you know, it was like that, right? He, She felt like this was my thing and yes. now I'm going to go have to get a job. So the first couple of days I was kind of just thinking about what I'm going to do and I didn't call her, right? Um, and I just thought, I want to speak to my mom. It was like midday or something. And I called my mom and my mom goes, are you on a break? I was like, where do you think I work? <laughs> you know, I'm in the office. It's not like I'm working because she thought I was just going to go back to like working in like, you know, in a, in a nine to five job or something. It was that the career kind of, you know, path that I was taking. I was like, no, no, I'm calling you just because I want to speak to you, not because I'm on my break and having my tuna sandwich. And I thought I'd, I'd, I'd got something to do. But it's weird, bro. I think that that time thing is, is really, really important. Yeah. You know, on the time thing, this is something that I noticed when I moved to uh, Nottingham. So 20 odd years, in fact, not just me, my whole family, right? Um, we all moved uh, 20 odd years ago and the pace was so much more slower. Um, and, and on this thing about people tend coming around uh, unannounced and all this sort of stuff. So made a few friends in the local community. People start coming around. Um, and previously in Reading, you know, you'd pop around maybe a couple of hours, cup of tea, bit of a chit chat and off you go like eight hours later and you're like looking at the time what, 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 what's this go what's going on here and the, the and that just speaks to the culture the culture within the community which is so much more different because of that time element really really interesting yeah, but the thing is th th these guys work the same way we work they drive the same way we drive they still got families the same way we got families so what's so different about the hectic lifestyle. What what makes it so much no, more no, hectic? No, you yeah. tell me, bro. I Every time know, I, I call you, you're like like elbow deep in some <laughs> sort of, <laughs> <some> <laughs> sort of like. The, the, the reality is, bro. It doesn't take us an hour to get to work. It yeah. definitely doesn't take us an hour to get back from work. Yeah. Uh, we don't have the bills that you guys have to pay. We don't have the living costs that you guys have to pay. Yeah. All mm. that all that comes together in one sort of package. I always say to these guys that, you know, I'd have to worry about where I park. You know, I park up outside my house. If I don't have that spot right outside my house, and I have to park like you know, just mm. a little bit here yeah. and a little bit there, a couple of meters there. I'm annoyed. I need to knock on somebody's door and say, listen, move your car. I need to park right in front of my house because, <laughs> you know, it was raining that day and I got, you know, two drops on my, my ball patch. Like, literally, it was, <laughs> it was it, that's the kind of conversation you're having, right? But now. you know what this guy does though? Go on. He, when he comes down here, he goes back and then he starts sending these messages to us. He goes, Effa, <laughs> Effa, check this house out. And he finds me like a 12 bedroom house 
And he goes, look, this 12 bedroom house is worth this much amount of money. Look, just sell up everything that you got in London. <laughs> just sell everything. Come here. Don't lie. Just sell up everything. Come on. Well, he says me pictures of castles. He says, take. Bro, I asked Erfa, I said, what's your house worth? Yeah, yeah house, house worth, yeah. He goes, oh, it's worth about X amount. I said, look, let me find you a house. Not in Bradford, because we don't have those sort of houses in Bradford, yeah, for that sort of value. Just on the outskirts, yeah, like Ingleton Falls, Skipton, you know, there's nice posh areas, yeah, lots of greenery. You can probably have a couple of horses. You can have a, you know, you know, some. You mean ponies? You mean? Yeah, ponies, all that stuff. So. <laughs> Not gypsy, right? Horses, well, mate. The, the, these sort of things, bro, like. I knew I can send him a 14 bedroom house with a, you know, he's got a piano in his living room and all this sort of stuff and da, da, da. I said, look, you carry on here and carry on doing what you're doing. Send your family up and let them have a nice time. I'll let them live, live that. He is hustle, man. Your mom's coming home. Look, come on. Uh, yeah. Mom comes home. She drives your mom, mashallah. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Allah protect her. And she has to go find a parking spot. Come on, man. Your son that's should that's be looking for thing, a parking bro. spot. <laughs> it's a big thing, bro. It's a stressful thing here. I've come here, right? Yesterday, I had to park somewhere and you've got these signs now that have been sprayed out, right? So I don't know if I need to pay or not sprayed pay. Sprayed out? Where you been parking, man? <laughs> yeah. No room for road at So Who sprayed them out, bro? I don't know. Bro. You know some of these guys, you know the and ones that... Uh, they don't want to pay. No, no, no. It's not them. It's, it's all those people that are, you know, against the whole new council thing oh, and whatever. Right, right. So they it's just So I've parked there. Then I've had to move my car because we're not quite sure if I'm going to get a ticket. I parked on a single yard line and then some guys come around. Then I have to move it from there. It's like, oh, come on. It's stressful, bro. It's stressful. It's stressful stuff, bro. That's not so, like, it's Besides, just. I would lose my mind in Bradford, bro. It's too slow. Yeah, because you're not used oh, you to it. You get used to it, bro. You get used to it. Serious. You yeah, don't want to get used to it, to be honest, bro. Why not? Now Dude. I come to now I come to London and I'm like, whoa, what is this? This is too much. You're mm. giving away age, bro. Don't do that. <laughs> but what, okay, what okay, what, what's an average house price in, in Bedford? Like if you're looking at what's expenses that? and everything, like so average price. Standard, for, standard, for like what? tell me. For for a family of seven. Whoa. Normal Pakistani family. Normal Pakistani family in Bradford yeah. now. Yeah. Like yeah. seven kids, isn't it? Three, three kids. Okay, work, yeah. say five, five. A family of five. Yeah, so let's say you go for three bedroom, three bedroom house, yeah. semi detached, yeah. garden, garage, you know, driveway, and a decent area. Yeah. Two fifty. In a nice area. Two fifty. Okay, so now what we're looking at, what about slums, bro? In the slums. Slums, seventy grand. Serious, yeah. Serious, seventy-eight. Right, semi-detached, semi-detached, bro. We live in a terrace house. What are you talking about, man? We don't live in. Okay, what about terrace? Town? What about a terrace house, bro? Can Go, we get that? Can we get that into the fifteens, bro? To be honest, you can buy <laughs> for Erfa. You could buy a house for fifteen grand, no problem. Like if you can do it, oh, Bismillah, you can buy a house for fifteen grand. But are we living around the the Gore, bro? <laughs> I believe that. Out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You see how I dropped that, bro? Like, was the accent correct? It was perfect. No, was it? <laughs> no you, the thing is, like, we've got the... Because obviously, where can I live? Can you I fit right in with the Gordon? Yeah, but then my wife, it got more kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could probably, like... Oh, Dave, yeah, I know, they can't speak like that, innit? No, you, you go there. Me, just me? Yeah, just leave the kids there. Yeah, forget the kids yeah, and all that. I'll get bottled the first time they see me, bro. <laughs> no, not in Bradford, bro. No? no? We don't have those issues, bro, yeah. What, what, what about the... So, what about the segregation there with regards to kind of race and stuff like that? Because yeah, we hear like, about it here. What is it like on the ground? Yeah, segregated, bro. Bradford, you're either in a white community or you're in a 
in a Pakistani community. Do you have any Pakistanis live in white communities? Yeah, a little bit. And then and what happens? White people move out. And Serious? Then it becomes a Pakistani community. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing. That's another thing. So about it's like just growing out. So like within the city centre, for example, bro. Happens, yes. Not yeah. really, bro. It does, bro. You think about Where? it. Back in the day. No, no, I'm talking about now, bro. Forget back in the day. No, no I'm just saying back in the day, how it all started was, I mean, they remember one thing, bro. They're still stuck on bro. What do you mean? We've moved on to fam and all that. <laughs> oh, right. Their language bro, bro, still the stuck on bro and still me <laughs> and you know that. They're still stuck there. <laughs> so forget. It's I'm just like about, you said, Wallahi, you know, Wallah, Wallah, yeah. Wallah, Wallah. Bro, can you get me a drink? Wallah, I'm going to get it for you. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, what are you saying? Wallah, well, at least we're not stuck on Kasme. We say Kasme, bro. Anyway, see, they can't even say Kasme. They're going to say Kasme, innit, bro? You got to put that whole thing bro. In it, bro. In it, bro, is the standard, bro. Do you say in it, bro, in Terry Wright meetings? Yeah, of course, bro. This is a Terry Wright meeting, bro. Oh, yeah, of course it is, bro. So. That's it, bro. You can you can get into Bradford now, bro. No problem. But it used to be, isn't it, bro? Or did he drop? Isn't it? Was it? Was it never? Isn't it? it, down, never, bro. Isn't it? it. No. Isn't it? Isn't yeah. it, bro? It is not. It is not, sir. It is not. It is not, sir. No, we so, don't. So what I'm saying bro. is, the, 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 the you know the, the white people from our areas. Yeah. What did they do? Like when they were living in all in the outskirts of, or you know, like in Newham and whatever, what did they do? They first went into Barking, from Barking Romford. they went to Barking side, from there they went to Romford, Romford they gone to Wickford, then to Rayleigh, then Essex, and yeah. they got further and further. It's only because when Asian people come there, they just can't handle the fact that they live around. It. I remember my sister's street, no, man. I don't think it's that. I think I think it's social uh, economical stuff. Uh, yeah, like look, well. when you've got a when you've got a community, for example, where we are in Bradford. Um, my mom can go to the bank, to the grocer, to the local shop. She can do everything without interacting with a, a white person. For the non-Pakistani, forget white person. So in your banks, everyone is all Pakistani. So she goes to the bank, there's going to be a sister behind the bank. English. And she can say, my mom doesn't speak English. Right. At all. <clears throat> At all. Yeah, she can understand oh, it. Right. So if you have a conversation with her, like uh, her grandchildren now, yeah. they speak to her in English and she responds back in, you know, in, in Punjabi, Punjabi and it kinds on, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, he was waving at me, sorry. People waving at me. Oh, yeah, he's the, uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, the By the way, uh, shout out to Ismail, bro. Sam Michael. So, welcome, Sam. Go on, say something, innit, bro? Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there. Hello there. He's like, father, you're embarrassing us. <laughs> sorry, Karen, you were saying uh, about your mum. Yeah, like she can do all those things without interacting with. And that was the perk of like when when you're looking at um, moving house, for example, yeah. you're looking look, you know, Barbara's put a house up for sale. Let's move into that community because there, my mum, my sister, my wife, my children, my dad, for example, my grandparents, they can all do that without having to feel like, you know, they need support from me. That was the biggest reason. Like when you found that, like we moved into an area and slowly, slowly the other houses went sold. Why? Because so you know. The bank's there local now. She's got a job in that bank or she's now the grocer. Now he's at the barbershop. Okay, this is perfect now. We can move into this area because there's enough facilities for us to be able to just find halal meat and all the rest of it, yeah? And everything for us, like, it is within walking distance. Like, my mum doesn't drive, but she can walk and do all those things. She can get the shopping. She can go to her friend's house. She can do all those things without having to drive. You ain't got a Tesco superstore on the corner of your road, have you? It's not a Tesco superstore, bro. <laughs> <laughs> got Morrison's. It's human so nature, though, right? We are tribal by nature, right? So it's yeah. it's we we will always convene with our own, right? What's not in them like? Is it similar to? It's, you've, it's, you've been to Bradford, obviously. It's um, is it similar? Uh, it's a lot cleaner. Uh, it's Oof. a lot um, <laughs> with the jabs. It's a lot prettier <laughs> <Yeah>. architecturally. <laughs> it's a what? It's a lot, lot prettier clean. architecturally. What part? Every part. 
Have you been to that listen, game? Listen, listen, let them not divide us, bro. Come on. <laughs> stick to the game plan. Stick to the game plan. Nottingham's <laughs> 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 nah, nice. Nottingham's nice. Nottingham is nice. It is a pretty city. Um, it is a city. Uh, quite a small city. You can drive from one end of Nottingham to the because other in about 40 right? odd minutes. Yeah. yeah, it's got an, it's got two universities. But it's a pretty good university as well. Right? Yeah, decent university. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to university. You, see, you said good and you said decent. Ask <laughs> <laughs> listen, don't get carried away, yeah? Mama, it's all right. You haven't been there. <laughs> don't want to raise the expectations and you like drive yeah, but to it. it's really good, bro. And it's the home, the birthplace of uh, Robin Hood. If he existed, yeah. Come on, man. You're supposed to be spitting the... Uh... <laughs> The gospel of Robin there's Hood, a statue. There's a statue in the middle of the town. Can you, can you clear it for us? Clear, clear it up for us. Was he real? Apparently, the, the, he has a tomb and he's buried in that tomb. So there is somebody in that tomb. I mean, there I is a tomb. More from you, uh, well, you should know this. Would you, would you ever move to Bradford? Nah, never. Nah. Why? Because not even nice. Why has this podcast become about moving to Bradford? Yeah. What, what we're happened, interested. bro? We're just interested about Bradford. I made my hijra. I made my hijra to Nottingham. I'm done. That's, <laughs> That's it. As far, That's, as as going, right? That's as far as you're going, yeah? That's as far as I'm going. I'm come back. <laughs> so, okay. Wait, I so want to come back. I want to come back, but I can't afford it, man. Is the... We can't <laughs> afford it either, bro. Mama, look at it like this. Yeah, go on. Why do you stay here? Because we love it here. You know what? Well, I don't practical know, bro. Things. Tell I me don't why know. are you here? Uh, it's, it's familiarity, bro. That's all it is. Okay, so away from that, there's no other reason for you to stay here. No, obviously my parents are here. If we all move, there's roots. Let's say you move yeah, with your roots. parents, right? With my whole family and everything. Yeah. My sisters, my, my brother. My yeah, brother. like away from that, like what else? Like your family keeps you somewhere, right? Okay. So the reason I'm probably still in Bradford is because yeah. my family's there. Yeah. Right? I'm saying, what else is it that you think? Okay, I'll tell you what. I need to move because. Or I need to stay. Or I need to stay here because I've got. I'll this tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna do like an advert for London, bro. You ready? Yeah, already. Okay. So, firstly, the, f the the thing I love about London is that it's truly multicultural. That you meet so many different types of people. That's number one. Bro, they're not watching. Sorry, I don't know. That's Forget fine. That. That's fine. That, 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 that for me. I think business wise, <laughs> if you if you're in business, the best place to be in London. But that is slowly, slowly being less. Are of you an in issue. business? Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah, but it's slowly, slowly being less of an issue with remote working and all this stuff. Yeah. So that's less of a uh, a reason to stay. Bro, to be honest with you, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, recently, I've actually have been having that question. I mean, that that ruminating moment. Why am I still here? I really am thinking about it. I'm like, crime rates are ridiculous. I live in a council estate, bro. Like, it's it's not, it's, it's not, it's it's weird because there's some houses that are a million pounds just down the road. Yeah. Like, literally, I can walk. And I live in a council estate where people are getting robbed and, like, there's drug dealing going on. There's crackheads walking around. But then there's these like uh, you saw those guys outside walking around. Yeah, mashallah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> guys or or you know what I mean. Yeah. Guys and <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So you know the type. We're in East London. It used to be worse than this, but it's still it's like this kind of Jekyll and Hyde. And in the daytime, you walk around, have nice coffee, like artisan artisan bakeries. You have like what else? You can go brunch. You know, people, all these white women walking around in the daytime Are having brunch. Are you one of those with. guys that eat avocado for breakfast? Yeah, no, I don't, but like I could if I wanted to, if, if you know what I mean. All right. um, we have so that option available. Yeah, the option, there should, should, yeah, should be there available. <laughs> available. Even if there I was a point, right. wallahi, I'm not joking, I'd have it every day. Wallahi, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. We have I that in We couldn't, we couldn't. Otherwise, I wouldn't. You wouldn't believe me, Yeah, I wouldn't believe you. You wouldn't believe me. Or you can have curry and roti and rice in the morning every day if you was in Bradford. Do you have rice every Do you have rice? Do you have curry every morning? No man, full English. Bro, 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 bro. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'll tell you one thing, bro. There's no way it's a full English. No way. No. Dude, it's prata. Yeah, in the morning, bro. 100%. Prata with fried egg. Prata only for Ramadan, bro. Only for Ramadan. Prata. So what do you have for breakfast then? Most days I don't have breakfast. Cereal, isn't but it? Yeah, cereal or oh, you're like boring, bro, man. toast and egg. And we should ask his son. What do you have for he breakfast, definitely, He has a cup of tea, bro. That's and it? Biscuits, yeah. That's Nothing it? else? Doing me like egg. You have a toast. Do you have toast in the morning? Sometimes. What about your dad? What does your dad have? His dad's asleep, man. <laughs> well, when he goes to school, his dad's asleep. Oh, mashallah. Mashallah. It's Bradford, bro. Because it only takes me two minutes to get to work. I was like, I don't need to wake up at eight o'clock. <laughs> and is it, is it like those, uh, hey, yo, Chuck, what's up? Uh, you all right, mate? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, good morning to you. No. And you're walking down, down the street and the yeah, milkman waves at you and all that stuff. Because we're still living in the 40s, aren't we? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've all got top hats, bro, and we wear blazers to work. Uh, where did you put your sheep? Where did you put your uh, sheep? <laughs> One question at a time, guys. One question. Have you guys heard of the sheep? Sorry, guys. In the vast gardens that we have, sir. Oh, also, one question I want to ask you since you're here, and we're going to get to ask you. Oh, don't ask about his tractor. No, no, not the tractor. The tractor. Is it true you guys are tight? In Bradford? Yeah. Why? Why I heard that, that Yorkshiremen are tight. <laughs> they got short arms, deep pockets. Is that true? No, not at all. Bro. Okay, let me ask, ask him. Ask him. No, I don't think that is I true. Mean, we've come here. We've been here for like true. two hours now, yeah? Yeah. yeah. And mashallah, this cup has been filled up like 10 times with, you know, mashallah. Be with, careful. Right? And the only food that I've had here is yeah. food that we bought in. Be careful, guys. <laughs> be careful. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just be saying. Be careful. I We're going to feed you, bro. I hope this meal at the end of this there is worth it, There will be, There will be. We've got um, Fredo over there who's going to sort out the <laughs> Fred. <laughs> no, I, I don't uh, think that's that's true at all, bro. No, be like, honest, bro. No, I'm being honest, bro. I've been honest with so you. So where's this? Right? Where's this thing? Where's this thing come from? Where's you your, Yorkshire men are Believe everything you read, bro, or listen to. You but know, it like, must come oh, from man. somewhere, bro. It's just like you know, in the north, we think that all Londoners are miserable, right? right? Which is kind I, of true. I've got bro. this photograph on uh, on Facebook from the first time I went on the tube. Yeah, and I got this miserable face on, yeah. And you, still, you had I have because yeah. it's still there, and I'm like, this is what most people are looking like on the train on the tube, and I took the picture, right? And it's like. Yeah, but as you but get to know people, you think, oh, like, if all right, he's not too bad. You know, <laughs> sad, your mama's okay. He's not too bad, but you know, he hasn't, asked, he hasn't asked me for a fight yet, you know? Well, he's all right. Not yet. A <laughs> few hours to go. But no, but you're right, I, I though, because that. we don't, like, again, things like na- being neighborly, like, yeah. you, you guys obviously know your neighbors, you chat to them, you, you interact. Bro, I don't even know my neighbor. My neighbor's got a dog called Stanley. That's about it. That's all I know. You know the dog's name? Yeah. He just you don't got, know his he, name. He just got it new. His name's Alex. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Alex. We're, we're oh. not like that, bro. We're not like that. Literally, like, my, my kid is, we've got this um, Facebook group, which is all about, like, deaths in the community, yeah? Um, wow. Janazah.com. Uh, anybody who dies in the community, they say, oh, this Janazah's happening for so-and-so and so-and-so and so, right? And anytime where... The postcode that we used to live in, my kid will send out, do you know this guy, dad? And probably seven, eight times out of ten, oh, yeah, that was Uncle so-and-so, wasn't it? Mm. And we have that. Like, I still know that, you know, he, he went to school with my so-and-so, or my dad fixed his car about 15 years ago, and they've kept in touch. And we still got that thing in Brooklyn. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, we're losing it, but we've still got, yeah. we've still got, you know, maintained some of that. I think even now where I live, I live in a detached house. I have, Easy, a, I have a garage, yeah. I have a garden. Yeah, yeah, but what? Sorry, a garage, a garden, <laughs> a garden, sir. I said a garage, a garage, a garage, a garage, and a garden. I have both. Sure. No, Muhammad, you know what? To be honest, I've got we, a balcony. We, we, when we went out to Bradford, yeah, um, me and Harrison, the families went out to Bradford. Mashallah, they, they, they were. I don't know. I, they I, I, good I don't. Hospitality, I don't yeah, I don't, I, they had mashallah, unbelievable. Ooh. I mean, to be honest, there was a time when we took the. The, the family's back to the hotel and these guys were going, oh, we're not going to sleep. I said, what are we going to eat? We're going, we just come back from eating. Oh, we're going to eat. 
That's what we just said. He said, don't worry, don't worry. And then took us to another place, some rundown place, but the food was so nice there. We sat down there again. Then Addy turned up. And then we had another munch with, with, with Addy. So like these guys, in terms of the hospitality. hospitality and stuff like that, but shall I tell them that story about when we went, came and we had food around some next man's house? No, I don't have that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, now I that have wasn't to a good one. <laughs> I have to know. The rest of it is okay. No, we can't expose the brother, man. Know, okay, we, if he watches this, he'll know we use that. That's not. I mean, it'll it'll be after, probably then. by this time he's already realized. Because <laughs> <laughs> how many people's houses have you eaten, right? They're like, oh, that was me. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think, I think that's just um, a misconception. So you're not tight. Fine. Yeah, the Nottingham guys are tight. Not at all. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. I reject that wholeheartedly. <laughs> bro, bring some evidence, bro. Otherwise, forget it. Bro. I said, I've been in Nottingham. 21, two oh. years, something. So, how old are you in Nottingham? Is he? Nah. Yeah, he's not. He's a, he's a Reading guy. Yeah, he's a Reading guy. London. I've got another six years to go. Uh, and then I'm technically, I'm from Nottingham because I will have been in Nottingham longer than I was in Reading. So, I left right. Reading when I was 28, basically. MashaAllah. MashaAllah. So, um, it's, I think it came from that Yorkshireman sketch, you know, from the, have you the famous Yorkshireman sketch? No. Remind me, bro. But in my day, I can't do the accent, but we'll try it. You're trying. Uh, we used to, um, what was it? Tell him what you said and you do the accent for you. I can't do the Yorkshireman. Do you, do you know the Yorkshireman thing when no. it goes, oh, we used to, we used to wear our clothes and then it goes, no, we used to eat our clothes. And then the guy would be like, oh, we used to eat our house. That's oh, how poor bro, we is were. It, is, are these programs on after nine o'clock? Monty Python, bro. <laughs> are they on after nine o'clock? <laughs> yeah, it's after nine o'clock. All right, so. Monty, I think it's yeah, Monty Python or Stop watching that stuff. Okay, I'll try. Yeah, I'll just stick to Islam <laughs> channel, okay. Iman channel. Saj doesn't actually watch TV. Doesn't he? Yeah, I'm very holy, bro. Are you serious, bro? Very holy, bro. Don't watch TV. It's filth. So why, why are we bringing him on? How are you going to watch this? He, he never got a TV in his house until that day. You know, you showed us the... <laughs> Herbert's <laughs> got this theory. Yeah. How have I got this theory, theory? That there was a TV that we used to use for Shaj right? Yeah. And then it went missing. Right. And all of a sudden, it was hung up on my wall. He's not telling the story properly. This is this is big, tell the story, bro. It's a big story. issue that you're kind of bringing up here. Yeah, but that's, that, that's not that's not the story. The, the truth is, me and Harris were together. We used to have a TV for charity, right? That we used right. to go to. You know, we used to go to all the appeals. Yeah. So we had a TV. One year we went back to get the TV out. Our story, the TV's not there. Right. So, huh? where's the TV gone? We've had it all this time. Harris is there. He can verify this. Yeah, where's this TV gone? We couldn't find it anywhere. Right? We looked high and low. His office, my office, storage, everything. We couldn't find it because they lost it. Then we went out and bought a new TV. Right. Okay, sure we bought a new TV and then J- we started, J- a JVC. And then he TV. was actually he is actually doing his house up. He's right. doing his house up. <laughs> And one day he, was, he goes to us, oh, Harris, oh, look, 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 look what I've done to my house. And he's FaceTiming us and showing us the house. And he, as he pans round, me and I just looked at each other and goes, hold on, is that like our TV? <laughs> <laughs> and his TV, that TV was in the wall. So I'm just but, saying, bro, this is a serious allegation. Serious allegation. About bro. a fellow Muslim. That's it. And if you don't have evidence, you shouldn't make those accusations. No, but we very, and if you're spreading rumours and now publicly yeah, now on done, this, yeah. hold on, let's, you let's know, clarify. We verified afterwards that that wasn't that TV. It's with serial numbers and everything, yeah? We verified it, that that wasn't a TV. That wasn't TV a TV, was... but you thought that it would be appropriate on yeah. this, <laughs> you know, heavily watched podcast that's going to be going out to the world. I'm going to be sharing to a, a thousand people at least on my at least, WhatsApp. At least, yeah. That this was the appropriate time to bring you up. Uh, Harris, could you just get ask him some drink or anything, right? No, no, I have, I have. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. So no, 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 thank you. I really appreciate it. I want to ask you a question. Obviously, you're, we're, we're going to go public. You're going to go public with uh, Asim actually coming in as he's the English. This is it. This is it, right? So it's public. It's public now, yeah? It's public. So there's this kind of thing of like, you know, when a president, so for example, in, in America, yeah, 
when when a president does two terms, so he can only do two terms, right? Mm. And then the last term, like it's called the last term where they don't do actually they don't actually do any work. That makes sense. Really, oh the guys behind the scenes that are kind of because <laughs> really, see this is going. that makes sense. Like, so yeah, what yeah, happens? Yeah. Wait, let me fin- let me land, yeah, bro, Saj. Let time. me land. Okay, like with George Bush, they pushed a lot of things on his last turn. They pushed a lot of things oh. out, a lot of legislation, and you know because he's gonna go right. No one's gonna be. Who's thinking about George Bush right now? No one really, isn't it? True, true. Uh, Clinton. Everyone's kind of forgot about him as well. Uh, so I just want to ask, obviously, like you've come in now. I mean, what's the transition been like, and um, how has Saj's uh, transition been? And has his last term? Has it? Has it we been? We said we weren't going to use that word transition in this. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, sorry, we, sorry. What's the word? Handover. I'm going to refrain from doing that. But okay. yeah. So. Just, I mean, what's what's it been like? Have yeah, you spotted so, any holes in 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 his game? So at all? I, I feel like I feel like my answer should be light-hearted, but I am just I, I I don't know how this is gonna land. So you know, what, I'm just gonna I'm just go gonna, on, go on. I'm just gonna be serious. I'm just yeah. gonna tell the truth. Go on. Uh, One of us should be at least. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, uh, seriously, I could not have asked for a better handover. Mashallah. Mashallah. Um, it, I came into the uh, organization in November. In fact, our conversation started what in June. Uh, our conversations actually started in June, um, and from that very first conversation and every conversation that we've had since, um, Sajad has provided uh, a lot of support, uh, and the handover has been really the best handover I've ever had. I had um, in my in my career to date, mashallah. So, as your first kind of act, can we as, just sorry, can sorry we go on, go on. pause and just for a second, just uh, accept that, mashallah, that was beautiful, yeah. I just want to know, like, did and you your, prepare your, that your, for you or your your kind of uh, sneaky tactic on trying to get stuff that's going to be in my book later on? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> trying to get some of that masala out, yeah, did it work? Just so you know. All right, carry on. So okay, let, so let me let me continue though. Was this right that now? said? That said, that said, that said, bro. All I will say is there's a heck of a lot of work to do. Yeah. What's your what's your background previously to? My background, um, so my background uh, has always been in the charity sector. So I've been in the uh, charity sector for about twenty odd years. Um, so initially, I came into the charity sector as a as a trustee uh, while I was still working uh, in corporate. Um, did that for about six, seven years. Uh, I have a really cor- interesting cor- corporate words. What were you doing? I was actually a developer. Oh, I was a software developer. No way. Yeah, yeah. Did oh, that sure. for about um, eight odd years, and um, so I've always been involved in tech, right? Okay. Did tech and digital. Why and that are you so sort of impressed, stuff. bro? I'm sorry, bro. Why are you so impressed with that's that? That's what he does. He just went like that, and I just. Like, oh yeah. yeah. I just. Did that. I agree with him. I'm mirroring him. Oh, basically. Sorry, yeah. sorry, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry, this is your time to shine. Go away. Yeah. So um, you don't so, yeah. often get stuff like this, innit? He's succeeded him, and they like having this. Yeah. Their own little camaraderie going on, innit? You know, the thing is, apologies, ask him. Yeah, we're gonna give you some time to talk as well. The the thing is that I think as soon as I sent this message out, yeah, this WhatsApp message saying that you know I'm I'm stepping down, I have got mixed emotions. People automatically assumed that you got fired. Someone's gone on. Yeah. All oh, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. people weren't asking me directly; they were asking other people. No. Yeah. yeah. Saying, yeah. listen, what's happening at church, right? What's exactly? Same here. We got calls the same way. Yeah, exactly. Right. Same way. That's so weird, bro. Just assume that you know Saj must have done something wrong, or you know something's happened. But do you know why that was though? It was because he sent out an email that was really badly worded. <clears throat> was it? Yeah. 
You think? Yeah, he just left too much. Why, uh, why did you let that go out? You just <laughs> you, you didn't run it by me. I'm you just saying, bro. You're on the email the first, You're not picking the, these the things up. The first time I saw it was when it landed in my come, inbox. Come down, Northern. Let's come Listen, back. Come am, back. I, am I technically gone now? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's a funny thing? Earthat uh, sent forwarded a message to to everyone. Saying my, I think my father passed away or something like that, or my mu- was it my brother or something like that. No, that no, was uh, someone's someone's mum passed away. Someone's yeah. mum passed away, yeah. but he forwarded oh. it and no context. We're thinking subhanallah the worst. No, yeah. it had the guy's name at the bottom of it. No, didn't but it? obviously that's the first thing you read, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, the guy's Everyone's name was like the trying to phone Earth up, bro. I, yeah, yeah. I did the same thing with Zach. Everyone thought Zach was dead, bro. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, maybe it was uh, one of those ones. So, alhamdulillah, uh, like I said, the last term, last email. But so, so you you sent out an email to everyone, or was it just a, was it a WhatsApp message, or was well, we, it? We sent out an email to everyone, right? Yeah. Well, Yasmin sent it out, and then no, you sent it out. <laughs> was it for me? This one was oh, from okay, you. This, this one, one was for me. me. And then I guess for my my phone book was whatever. <laughs> Uh, people like I sent it to everyone just so there was some context. But I spent the the week prior just kind of ringing some people that obviously I'd worked closely with for the yeah. last ten years, or whatever. Obviously, people like Irfan Mashallah, who's been with us for ten years, like you know, he was he knew about the situation and what was going on. He'd already intro- he was already introduced to Asim. Um, but I made a few phone calls to let people know that okay, there was going to be something happening. Just prepare yourself, and you know, I'm going to be stepping down. I'll introduce you to the new guy. Don't take it as a shock. But obviously, you can't do that with yeah, yeah everyone, you know. Um, but yeah, that was that was the idea. But yeah, this is the the new gaffer now. Go on, carry on. Sorry, bro, I, I cut you off a minute. Uh, what was I saying? So you were a trustee. Uh, yeah, for, trustee uh, of a charity. Did charity, that for yeah. six uh, six odd years. Um, I've got a really interesting story. Actually, I've told this a million times, but I'll, I'll tell it on this podcast as well. So um, uh, through that charity, I met Sheikh Tofik. This is about twenty odd years ago. Uh, he was still a uh, he was still at Medina University. I think he was in his final year. Came to Nottingham, he did a bit of a circuit in the UK. Came to Nottingham, uh, did a talk uh, on the uh, the death of uh, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. One of the best talks I've ever heard. Uh, where there was not a dry eye in the room. Uh, anyway, afterwards, one of the brothers invited him over for dinner. Uh, this uh, brother was um, uh, myself and him. We were trustees, uh, co-trustees of this uh, of this charity. So we're talking this about this charity. You're talking about the work. Um, the 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 name of the charity was Orphan Aid. We focused entirely on orphan sponsorship. So taking kids off the street, uh, housing them, you know, educating them, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and uh, we did this as, uh, as as volunteers. Anyway, uh, telling uh, Sheikh about this uh, this um, this charity and the work and all this sort of stuff. And he's got this. Uh, he's got this. Uh, so, current, current, so oh, he's got this. He's he's got this kind of really like twinkle in his eye. He's got this kind of smile on his face, and he asks, um, "Who be, who built your website?" And we had this really beautifully designed website. Uh, it was just it was just just like a brochure site, just a few pages, but it was really nicely designed, mashallah. Uh, in fact, I came along and actually replaced it because we wanted online donations and kind of. So this was like in two thousand and two, two thousand three, one of the first ch- charity websites uh, to do online donations and all of this sort of stuff. Anyway, uh, so he asks who built your website, and um, we had asked some brothers uh, who were running a web agency down in London. Uh, at the time, and they'd, uh, I think what they were, what were they called? Webstar, I think they were called. And um, so we'd, we'd basically asked them to build it. And we said, yeah, these brothers built it. And he said, no, they sub- subcontracted it to me. 
and I built your website. Um, and he was basically moonlighting while he was uh, a student wow. in Medina University. Um, and he had actually built our website. Uh, and so 20 years later, I met him just recently after, uh, just before Ramadan. Uh, and I reminded him, well, I, I, I said, look, I, Sheikh, I met you 20 odd years ago. And he goes, Pan, like, you're from Wolf and Aid? You, you're one of the brothers from Wolf and Aid? Like, he, was, he remembered that conversation, SubhanAllah. Did you, did you remind him about the, the whole website? Scenario? Yeah, yeah, he remembered oh, that right, conversation. Remembered, yeah. yeah, yeah, he remembered that conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, 20, years, 20 odd years ago, he built our website. And 20 years later, I'm working for... And then what? So you moved on to a, a charity after that, yeah? Yeah. So uh, that that charity, then uh, we closed it down. Uh, it got too much for us as volunteers. Um, we ended up giving that the work, the projects. There was up three projects: one in Tanzania, Kenya, one in Pakistan. Gave those uh, projects um, to Human Appeal. Uh, and um, a few years later, we actually did speak to Mercy Mission as well. Azim actually reminded me of the fact that we actually spoke to Mercy Mission and asked them if they would take over the uh, over the project, and uh, they said no. So anyway, we gave it to Human Appeal, and um, uh, and then a few years later, I had the opportunity. Human Appeal had a change in leadership, and uh, I knew the CEO. He reached out to me, uh, and I joined Human Appeal. Uh, that was in 2010. Um, and then I've just worked, went from one Muslim charity to, to the next, um, and then I ended up here. Mashallah. Did they did they headhunt you, or did you apply for a job? Or uh, I had a recruiter reach out to me. Um, had a really good conversation with the recruiter. Um, I had I had had a few conversations with other Muslim charities, um, but um, I I don't know. They were just it was all all the same, right? And it wasn't really catching my attention. Um, I had the conversation with these guys. I'd actually had, um, I'd actually had my eye on Charity Right because Charity Right was doing things very, very differently. Like the the the, the laser focus on meals and food, um, you know, the uh, the focus in terms of the fundraising on digital. You know, they were doing some really interesting things in uh, online and then in the digital space. Um, so yeah, so that that had caught my attention. Uh, and then this recruiter comes knocking, um, started the uh, the conversations. And uh, like I say, the first conversation I had with this young man, uh, and it was a great conversation and it kind of just went from there. Alhamdulillah. Can I ask a question? about Because yeah. you've been in the charity sector for quite a while, yeah? Uh, especially the Muslim sector, yeah? And <clears throat> what's the changes you've seen in that sector in that, in that time, in the sense of uh, the way charities operate within the Muslim sector? And how have you seen them progress? Or if they have, um, what's your experience? Uh, generally speaking, my experience, um, I, so uh, what's changed? Um, I think there's a lot of innovation now in the online space. I think there's a, uh, there's a lot of focus where Muslim charities are concerned on providing a better service. Uh, there's also a lot of focus on being more transparent and you know trying to give people feedback on what they've done with their money and all that sort of stuff uh have the has the sector done that um proactively probably not i think they've done that reactively and i think that's really where the change is the change i think is in the donor audience donors are wanting more transparency donors are wanting more better service donors are wanting more um from the muslim sector and i think that's right I think that's right. So, like, just coming following like recent developments, especially in technology, because that's I mean, you you come from that, come from that background as well. Saj, I think you that's your background as well, right? No, my background was in marketing. Serious? Yeah. All right. 
Sorry, bro. So you're giving me wrong information, bro. Why are you taking information from, bro? This is all the same conversation that you had before about the auctionman. Yeah. Hey, relax, bro. Why are you getting aggressive for? <laughs> Oh my minutes. god! When guy tells you that somebody else is getting aggressive, that we're gonna you. fight afterwards. You know, that. <laughs> definitely. Tell him six minutes left. Oh, you're saying you're saying you you okay? We'll talk about future and if you want to talk about it now, but we'll or afterwards. Fine, we'll talk afterwards. Why are you getting all aggressive? Why are you asking him the questions? Carry on, bro. All right, bro. I answered like blood questions, so you could go back to ask. All right, him. all right. So, um, what was I saying? Thank you, bro. Yeah. So we've read a text. Tech. Uh, how do you feel like um, the current advances in tech? will affect charities at the moment yeah especially this whole ai thing that's going Played kicking off recently uh, question, okay on. all right all right i'm not i'm not jeremy corbyn oh not jeremy corbyn what's the guy's name <laughs> we did this before bro we did it for an hour we could figure it out you're not gonna <laughs> do it live now <laughs> oh, our jeremy. ceo he worked out what was his name in vine wasn't it vine, vine. Yeah. vine. vine wasn't yeah. it vine? jeremy vine yeah i think so right. so um yeah so how, how do you feel like um at the moment because i feel like with charity right it's quite Especially with the with the platform uh, with the platform that yeah. you've got for the donations and yeah. stuff like that, which yeah. is quite um, how do you say? It? You've had it in for a long time, right? So yeah, we're definitely tech driven. Mashallah, definitely tech driven. Mashallah. Uh, Would you say our, it was from the beginning? From the beginning, absolutely, mm. absolutely. I mean, I think there was there's um, well, I can't speak about what came before, but yeah. from what I understand, yeah. it was. Yeah, it was. All so, right. so Jad Mashallah has confirmed that it was. <laughs> I, I can confirm that. So, what, what do you reckon the next wave is? Second, bro. Next wave charity, like in, in regards to kind of yeah, we, we've got to a, guess. We've got a double down. Absolutely, we've mm. got a double down on the on the uh, on the tech direction. I think there's um, like we 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 have. So let me just give you a stat, right? Yeah. So this Ramadan, ninety uh, percent of the traffic that came to our website was from people using their mobile phones. Right, that tells me that our audience is tech driven. Um, they want experiences on their mobile phones, um, so we've got to we've got to provide them yeah. provide those experiences. Right, if we want to continue uh, to provide that level of service to our donors, we want to you know continue that relationship with our donors, and we've got to provide what what it is that they want. AI is a really really interesting space, and we are using we are beginning to use AI just internally, just to kind of um just just a few experiments so one of the things that we did in ramadan for example we did a bit of an experiment um we're going to do a write-up on this inshallah on our, on our on our blog um but uh one of the experiments experiments that we did with um with ai in in ramadan is we did um we did a campaign uh, an advertising campaign and the and the pictures um in the ads that we used uh, we we did uh, one that was um, a photo that was taken by our team. So our team going out into the field, um, you know, photography, uh, photographing our beneficiaries and the children that we work with. So we used uh, a team photo uh, and we used um, an AI photo, right? So generated an, a photo using Midjourney, um, and um, and and so we did that across. So that campaign was across seven different countries. Um, so in each of the countries that we were promoting, we did that team photo, AI photo. Uh, and the results were fascinating. I won't preempt all of the results, but I'll give you I'll give you a bit of a summary. So the debate that was generated. So there was this we, we only did that on Reddit. We did that deliberately on Reddit because Reddit is obviously a, a much more discerning yeah. audience. Right. 
um, and people spotted it. Oh, and then the other thing that we did was with the uh, the mid journey, the AFOs, uh, we deliberately left a few mistakes in. So we didn't put a watermark or anything like that, but we deliberately left a few mistakes in to see if they would get spotted. And of course, Reddit spotted yeah, those yeah. mistakes, and that generated like a this roaring debate. Like there was this th- this debate had maybe three hundred fifty odd comments. In fact, there was two debates: one that had three hundred fifty odd comments, another one that had maybe a couple of hundred comments um it was picked up by the press um, what was the picture do you, do you mind sharing what the picture was the we AI did se- we did seven pictures did seven pictures right so um so essentially the ad is um, a, a photograph with a caption um and the and the and the, and the photograph is of a child so let, let's say we're talking about pakistan is of a child in pakistan right um and then uh sudan it's of a child in sudan and so on and so forth right and so essentially all the the, the prompt in mid journey was you know uh, a picture uh, of a, a photograph of a of a child from pakistan from this particular area in pakistan the areas that we work mm. in in pakistan uh and, and and we did that across each of the each of the countries so exactly the same ad exactly the same caption just the difference in the uh, in the photography um the the, the debate was very very interesting and we learned a lot uh, from the from the debate the results were very interesting as well because ultimately the, the team photos performed better so people engaged more with the team photos uh, they converted more in terms of donations they generated more traffic as well uh, which was fascinating because that isn't what we were expecting what right. we were expecting was the AI photos to be better because they were they were, capturing yeah. they were striking they were capturing the emotion that we wanted uh they uh cap they were they captured right down to like we we gave we provided the specific locations of the countries that we were working in uh, and they captured you know that kind of the local features of the wow. of the children um in that in that particular area right? it was that level of detail uh but the team photos performed better so Sick. you know th- all the the naysayers and all the ones that are all the people that are worrying about AI uh, at the moment, I'm not sure that there's much yeah. to worry about. I mean, I think one thing about just to kind of cap off the AI conversation, yeah, which I've been looking at it for like what we do in our business as well and like looking how we can, you know, plug APIs in, use use that information. But I think with, with from my experience working with charities is about statistics because yeah. that's how you get money, right? Like if you're applying for fund, funding, grants and before and I've worked with statistics and stuff trying to apply for the, the most painful thing for someone to is to look at data and try and create a story out of it. Yeah, you know. So imagine being able to crunch huge amounts of data and being able yeah. to prompt the AI to Absolutely. say, "Right, just show me this." Yeah, and that way you can number one, you can get give the the donor much a much better you know picture of what's going on. Yeah. Um, and actually you as as the person who's interacting with you actually can get more creative yeah. you know you can actually uh, uh, sometimes you're not even really sure uh, how do you put it um, the creativity that you're going to come just because you don't have that pressure of trying to you know work that data and you know it's kind of hard work right so I think for charities really to look at that and uh, really look at statistics and plug that into AI and see what yeah. you can get out especially for 
um, case studies and you know that 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 would be amazing, bro. Absolutely. Absolutely. But we could talk about this literally because uh, I'm literally like for the past six months I've been actually three months, sorry, looking into this. It's just fascinating. It's fascinating, and the, yeah. and the development is incredibly rapid. I mean, the level of the, <laughs> the, the number of. <laughs> he's done. I'm, I'm just like uh, he's <laughs> Can we talk about Bradford? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to Bradford. It's like, do we have some, literally like this is literally two podcasts. What you need to do is have a separate podcast. We'll split yeah, it into two. AI. Bro. Or you just need to get, get your own roommate. Get your own podcast room. <laughs> hey, bro, you were just talking about Bradford the whole time, bro. We was and talking Pakistani about Bradford. food and whatnot. But did you see the two faces? Hang on, can we he, talk about Bradford and AI? Yeah, why not? He's he's doing an image of the AI. So I have a million other people, but, but it's you know okay. What? I want to. You know, you know what? I was just talking. Yeah, I can. I can. Muhammad, well, you know, what? I was looking at him. Breathing is okay. Imagine getting lost on the side. But you know what it is? Sorry, I sorry, caught bro, it Saj's so face when I was chatting to you, yeah? And he looked like, you know those doll's eyes? Looked like. He can't help himself. He can't, bro. He can't help himself. Bro. Near, but, but he glazed over and I was like, but this is so interesting. And then I was like, you know, we should be. We... <laughs> it is. But, but. For another podcast, bro. <laughs> Get some other people Let's go back to Bradford. Yeah. What do you mean, mid journey? Why not all the journey? <laughs> yeah. Why not start the journey? Why mid? A mid journey. Yeah, why like are you annoying them? <laughs> you complete a journey when you get to Bradford. I think, to be honest with you, anyway, anyway, at the point that you ask him, ask him. <laughs> <laughs> is it you should have said as I No, I didn't. Marketing. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, yeah. I said, can I just ask you one quick yeah, question, Charlie? Please do ask me um, about AI. <laughs> about AI, yeah. Look, we've had um obviously as the myself and Harrison, obviously uh, the brothers that are involved now, Muhammad, uh Zakaria, Rashid, everyone, we've had a very, very hands-on yeah. kind of kind of interaction with Sajid. Yeah? yeah. Um and to be honest with you, uh, I don't I don't really want to boost, boost him up while he's sitting in front of you. Don't I'm, do it. No, I don't want to do that to him, yeah, but I'll do a little bit. I'll do a little bit. You have to now. Just a little bit. We've a little bit. Little bit. Little bit. Okay. Little, 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 little bit. So we've had a lot okay. of um, interaction with Saj. And I think um, for the fact that he's been around, mashallah, what, 10, 10 years, yeah? 11 years in November. Well, 11 years in November. I think for us, you know, Saj has always been, mashallah, you know, that, that go-to guy, you yeah. know. And he's gone. You know, there's that thing that people say going over and beyond. Your yeah. guide. Your guide. No, we'll just say guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to go over and beyond in, in things. And we just touched him on, on them when we came in. You know, yeah, sometimes yeah. I used to keep my house to God knows what time and he used to drive home for four hours late at night while we're all sleeping and stuff. And I used to make him miss trains and stuff like this. And that's a, you know, you said that you got to fill his shoes. I mean, yeah. That's not that's not an easy th- easy thing no, to do. I, I, I know we, we can joke and laugh about the fact that, you know, um, He's moving on and, and, and you've come into that place. Um, and we're kind of joking with Saj that you're the new man and you know, new man on, in town and stuff like this. But um, I don't want to put you under pressure or anything like that, but <laughs> I don't want to do that to you. But there are some, you know, some big shoes to fill, mashallah. He, he's done some crazy, he's done some yeah. crazy things, this guy. You know, mashallah. And he, he's, he's done a lot. And I think, I think for us as well, and I, I don't know if I could speak for Harris as well, yeah, is that, you know, the, 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 the love and the, and the, 
and the relationship that he's given us. And that's not just like the CEO of Chari. Because I never ever see him. Am I wrong in saying that? I've never really seen him as the CEO of Chari. I've always seen him as, you know, Saj the brother that, you know, you know, he'll do anything for yeah. us. And, you know, and we want to be the same with him. You know, we want to do anything for him, yeah. you know. And I don't honestly don't believe hand on heart that we've... Um, we uh, we grew into our relationship or friendship or brotherhood as the CEO and volunteers. Yeah. I think it was just it was just brotherhood, man. It's just yeah. it's just been some crazy brotherhood, and we've we've made a family. Yeah. You know, you know, you can't you can't just like we are volunteers at the end of the day. We can't just turn up to Bradford and the guys like done everything for us to be there and 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 be hospitable for us and give up his day and take us to you know those the the, the walk at Ingleton Falls and all that kind of stuff. That doesn't just I don't know if other you've been at other charities, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do that, others, that was just volunteer management. Yeah, but do others do, do other CEOs do stuff like that? I don't no, know. No, I, I, I don't no. know. Do, do they? Earth, Earth, you know, it the uh, the like, above and beyond. Like I think caused him a lot of problems, bro. <laughs> no, sounds like you're very demanding. Yeah, even, even you guys, Mohammed, you know like, you literally to manage you, bro. Even when you guys came and we went to Sudan and stuff like this, how much did we talk about Saj? We we spoke about him a lot. You know, him taking us out to those deployments previously and showing us the ropes, whatever. You know, and this time around, he just said, "Like, look, you know, I'm not going. You guys are going." I'm not going, you guys are going. And I think the fact that he gives you that kind of like, you know, that courage and that that understanding that yeah. you guys can do this yourself. And I think he was just slowly, slowly, slowly gearing us. Did away. you know then, bro? You knew, innit? Yeah, obviously, we, I, to be honest, I handed in, well, I spoke to the board in 21. What? So it was a long time coming, yeah? So I was like, listen, it's coming up to 10 years, yeah? I think I want to call it a day now because, right. I, and I think it was just like, don't want to hang on there like I have this founder syndrome that you know I created this it's my baby yeah. and, and the founder and all this yeah. sort of stuff and to be honest also realizing that you know the future is a very different future so to be honest like when, when Irfat's saying you've got big shoes to fill it's not actually because those are the wrong shoes like I don't we genuinely don't want somebody who acted and behaved like me that's why Asim's here to be honest he's very different to me sure. yeah and that's what we were looking for we we're looking for somebody who's a bit more strategical like you know his tech background his charity background yeah. his marketing background all that stuff adds value in a day, way that the world is heading that's that's where we want to be right and I'm not I'm not that person you know I always say like we're we're completely different I'd love to have a, have had somebody like Asim in my team if it was kind of doable yeah but like him taking the lead now is, uh, I think, almost from the organization saying that this is the way that we see the world changing. This is the kind of organization that we're trying to build. And this is the kind of leadership that we want. Because one of the things that I was saying that was, uh, you know, and, you know, the board, God bless them, you know, they've, they've supported me in everything since I've, since I started. Yeah. And it helps that like some of those people I recruited to the board, so you know, <laughs> <laughs> it helps, yeah. But it was almost like there was like you know just just carry on it, sad, you know. So you can you can just yeah, fine. If that's the way you want to go, sad, then let's do it. And I thought even that to me for you know it started becoming a bit, you know, well, you know what's going on here. Like you should have a bit more of a a formal relationship. And it is a bit weird, like you know, Asim's coming into the role now, and, and when we're having the conversations, like you know, we we've been speaking to each other non-stop since he he started, right? Mm. And it has been kind of okay, Asim. You try the the fundraising bit now. You try the marketing bit now. And look, let me step back and let's see if you can you can manage this. If you're okay with that, then I'll I'll stop doing this bit. And what where can I help you now to make sure that yeah. you know you're you're fully yeah. you know uh, sort of bought on and and you know what you need to do. But I think it's always a case of you know just knowing where your boundaries are and and realizing that you know you need a fresh pair of eyes now. Somebody who's coming in with, into it with a bit more kind of vigor, a bit more emotion. 
you know, smarter, brighter ideas, understands a little bit more about the future as well, uh, the world, the way that the world is heading. And then hopefully that's going to make sure that, you know, the charity is sustainable moving forward because, you know, the beginning when you start any sort of project, you know, if it's the same as a startup, you know, that you need that raw passion, you know, you need that sort of attitude where I'll just sit in the car and think, right, I need to go. So, all right, you know, tell my wife that, you know, I'm, I'm going for four days and I'm, and I'm off. I remember once we were going to Sudan and, you know, it was like, oh, it's Thursday today. I'm going to Sudan on Sunday. Oh, I just thought I'd let you know. Like, literally, that was a conversation. Wow. I was, I'm bi- I've been so busy. I'm really sorry. But I'm going your to... your wife? Yeah, it's my wife. She's very understanding. It's a northern uh, water. I said, listen, <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going to Sudan on Sunday, yeah? And uh, what are you talking about? I said, I'm really sorry. I've just been busy for the last two weeks. I just totally forgot, but I'm, I'm going to Sudan, right? And I just booked my tickets yesterday. So, I, you know, here, here we go. And it was like, that was the life for the last, for the first few years. It was just like, you know, I remember the first three years, it was, there was three of us. Oh. And a whole volunteer base, yeah. It was like that's what you need in the that's startup. Crazy, yeah. We're not startup anymore now. We're ten years into this journey. Like you know, we, we at one point we were at three and a half million pounds. That's a lot of money to be taking in from the community and investing it. You know, and this laser focus that we have, laser focus that we have now, and all the rest of it. All this means now that we, we need to start acting and behaving differently. This is not just a a group of brothers that you know, Marshall, are just doing some good work. If you want organizations, especially, uh, you know, if you want to learn from like organizations that have been going 100 years, 200 years, that the way that they've been, they've kept up with the times. They've thought, yeah. okay, you know, what's the next 10 years look like? What's the 20 years look like? And anybody who's leading a charity or any organization, their job essentially is to look at and guess what's going to happen in the future. That's what you're there for. You know, if you're running your business, you're going to be looking into 10 years into time and thinking, okay, what, you know, how's the housing association going to change and how's this market going to change and what new systems are coming in? You'll know about changes in the government policy before, you know, the guy on the street knows because, you know, you're going to get trained and you're going to be implementing it. That, that's your whole thing as a leader is to try to guess that, right? And what we want is the best person who can guess that. Essentially, that's what we're looking for. Yeah. And I don't feel that like I was, I was, you know, the best person at guessing anymore, if I'm honest. I could do that for the first few years. And remember, like, even when I, when I, when I got in, I hit, I'm sorry, it's sounding a lot about, about me right now, but I think when I came in, it was, I'm going to run this for a couple of years, I'm going to, yeah, get it off the ground, because that's what I was good at. I was good at, like, saying, okay, year one, 400,000, year two, 800,000, right, it needs to go somewhere now. And I think it was just that kind of raw love of actually when you go out and you meet the kid, like, you guys have had it, right, and you've been talking about it, when you've met those families and you've heard those stories yeah. and you think... I can't give up now. No, man, I need to go back. I need to do something. I, I can't. And, and you know, uh, Asim has literally just come back from Ethiopia. He would have had the same experience. He yeah. would be like <clears throat> renewed sort of like, you know, I need to do something, right? These kids can't go without food. This yeah. can't happen. You know, I, I, the, the kind of, you know, this Ramadan, I was talking to Erfa and Harrison and saying that one story that just came back to me when I was in Sudan ages ago. And it's almost like haunted me for the last couple of months. Like, How did I forget that? How did I forget? I keep reminding myself, how did I forget something like this? Like when something like this happens in your life, how do you forget this? Yeah. And it was we went to see this um uh this woman, her husband wasn't there, she had a kid, and he was a teenager, like Ismail is here, right? He's 13 years old, right? He was skinny as anything. He was sat down, he was he was laying down on this this bed, yeah, this straw bed. And I was with a doctor friend and we were looking at this like nutrition and all this stuff. We're trying to take like the charity work like to a next level. And we're taking out this doctor looking at nutrition and how we can do things better medically. Yeah. And, you know, he he was a GP. So I said, look, let's go meet some families that maybe they've got some, some issues health wise and we can, we can help them out. So we ended up at this, this house. Um, 
then you've seen the houses, what they're like, right? You can imagine what the bed is like. Um, and, you know, this kid wasn't well, he wasn't talking or anything. And I, I remember, like, the doctor who was with me, he was asking some questions, but he really, like, kind of, hmm, yeah, okay, that's fine, hmm, okay. And then he just walked off. So your, your friend? The, yeah, my friend, doctor, yeah. we're both there. And the translator's answering the questions and he's asking questions and it's getting fed back and all the rest of it. And then he's just like, mm, okay, thank you. And just walked off. I was like, um, you don't do that. Maybe this is your first time going out here. Yeah? Be a bit more respectful. You've got to do a so and so. I just walked behind him and said, what happened? And he was like, he was breaking down inside, but he obviously, that was his way. He was like, I can't take this. I need to just walk off, yeah. And he just said, oh, he's got a couple of days to live. And I was like, whoa, so where, you know, where does this come from, right? And it's like, and I just remember because I, I had to go back and just tell the translator, oh, no, just like, just thank him and all the rest of it. And I remember his, that kid's mom, like it was like, it's so clear to me yeah? now, like I forgot for a long time that, you know, she just said, oh, we're just waiting for medicine. You know, we're just waiting for medicine. We're just waiting for medicine. I remember thinking, does she know? Like, is that just like, you know, like mothers would do, right? That was her... Like her, her guard up, it was just like, you know, this was it. And was there somewhat deep, but like, did she really know that what was happening here? And she's seen her kids sort of deteriorate over, uh, you know, X period of time. And this was just her front line, always waiting for medicine. Or was she truly waiting for medicine? And it, it haunted me because I remember we went back to Khartoum and we were going to catch our flight. And at that time I was thinking, I don't know if that kid's still alive. And that was her, like, you know, that 13 year old kid. What was so, wrong? Do you know what was wrong with her? I can't remember, bro. Like, you know, it was some, something to do his throat and he wasn't speaking or, and, you know, it was something more than, the, oh, right. he's got something wrong with his throat, you know? Something that's brewing inside. But I thought, like, a 13 year old kid for a mother who's on her own in a place like the camp, that's your backbone, you know? Yeah. It's like everything that you, like, you know, bro, I know, like, I've just left home now and my wife's with my 17 year old kid. I'm a complete at ease, like, you know, I shall lie. 17 year old kid, pretty much do anything he wants, mm -hmm. yeah? Like, you can go with my wife and probably leave the city and they can do something else. And it's perfect. I'm, I'm confident that that kid's there. Yeah? I was just like, you know, what does that world look like for that person? And, I, and that's the kind of stuff that every time I went out, I was like, okay, no man, I can't let these people go. And then it would get another two years. And then I was like, hmm, do I need to, like, it's that journey over for me now. And then I'd end up with another three trips and it was like, there's more stories and more stories. And each story has got like, you know, something. And it drags you on for a couple more years. And, one of the things which I had to write over the last couple of years, I've started going out less and less and less. And I think last time I went to, to Sudan, I didn't even go to the refugee camps. Like I literally went there to see some UN people, UNICEF, to, to meet some government officials because the government had changed, etc., etc. I was there for three days, you know, went up the mountain, had some kawa and popcorn and, and, and I was back in the UK and I was like, you know, that was kind of me trying to almost... Disassociate, yeah, like not take a step, right? not dissociate, but like say, okay, you know, I need to step back a little bit, otherwise, I know what's gonna happen. I want to go back up that, you know, that camp again, and you know, it's a whole different story because uh, it, it does change. Like, you know, you guys have been out, it's different for you now than it was trying to fundraise before. Yeah. Like, I remember this guy first time, he, he's saying all these nice things about me now, yeah, about <laughs> you know, Sajid's all the supporters and all the rest of it. I was trying to get him as a fundraiser or as a, as a volunteer, yeah. And I would call this guy like 10 times a week. Yeah. Somebody told me, oh, this guy's really good at fundraising. Yeah, he needs to get one more. And I went a small charity. I was calling this guy nonstop. Keep blanking me. You Weeks, that to me now, months it blanked me. Yeah? <laughs> Weeks and months it blanked me. Yeah? And then I thought, you know what? He needs to just go and taste it. And then I 
he know he'll testify to this, yeah? As soon as he'd gone out, as soon as he come back, he was on my case. Where are the leaflets? Where are the banners? What are we doing? What's the plan? What are we doing in Ramadan? Da, 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 da. And then he bought on Harris. And then yeah. my son, these two have just been phenomenal for, for yeah, X amount of time. But it, it genuinely is, but once you've been out, it's renewed. Now he's gone out again. <laughs> he's got a fire in the belly again. Uh, keep him going for another couple of years. Can we stop this um, bromance going on, bro? It's too much. <laughs> it's actually too much, bro. Bro, I just told you that the guy wasn't answering my phone. I was ready to quit on the guy. <laughs> I was ready to quit. So he's giving that, me all his prayers and all the rest of it. This time round, I went with Zach and it was different. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we God. go. Zach here we go. Zach. It was different. Yeah. When you go with Zach, you'll beat Zach. I said, me, don't worry. When you go with Zach, you said, Zach, bro, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, meeting properly, he's oh, a proper bro. tech guy. Remember, he's a developer, software, oh, yeah, that kind of stuff. The guy who set all these up. Different podcasts. That's good. We'll talk later, bro. We'll talk over dinner, inshallah. Yeah. So, so I'm just going to try and. So, it wasn't like a Nawaz Sharif Imran Khan situation. Where but why are you taking this to Pakistan? Because all the time? It's, it's a Pakistani episode. It's gonna, the, the title is going to be something made, to Pakistan. Just say made in Pakistan. Made in Pakistan. Made Beautiful. In Pakistan. Beautiful. You know what? Log that, bro. Log it, bro. Lock it. Put it in, bro. Keyword: Pakistan, Mirapur, C4, Bradford, Bradford, Nottingham, throw Nottingham, Curry in there, City, Curry Houses. Yeah, Reading. Don't forget Reading, bro. Reading S yeah. SEO. Oh, yeah, 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 I forget Nottingham. Forget, <laughs> forget Reading. Come on. <laughs> Made in Bradford. So, so you weren't toppled, basically. It was. Yeah, I think it was I think a the, smooth transition because you see so much of it in the news. You think, yeah. you know what? Someone must have gone here. You know, someone's gone wrong here. But genuinely, it was like. No, of course, we know this, yeah. actually, bro. It's, part, it's funny how people's minds go there as well. But you blame That's them, bro. Like, if you look at the, like, you look at all the politics that have yeah. gone on with Muslim charities over yeah, the last yeah. couple of years, Sassan, you yeah. think, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. yeah. yeah but this, this, this should be documented, bro. It should be definitely videoed or something that you know, other charities it take being some, recorded, bro. No, 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 separately oh, from this, sorry. I'm saying that people take some advice from this. That it's not always, yeah. you know, uh, you know, you you part company with a charity, whether because everything's yeah. always bad, you know. So yeah. alhamdulillah, these, you know, because all the people that phone me. And they're asking me the same thing. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're ringing Harris as well. What? Sajadis? Sajadis? Bro, when I told my own kids, my daughters were going, what? They must have cried, bro. To be honest with you. Because Sajadis has gone for charity. Does that mean, um, does that mean the charity right's going to uh, uh, go down now? It's not, not, I said, no, it's not. Closing the charity. Yeah, the charity right's going to be fine. It's, it, it, it's all right. It's, everything's going to be okay. Ismail's taking over. No, it's not. <laughs> but Family I, I business. Said, no, it's it's going to be okay. What, what, what happened? What happened? Uncle Sajadis, okay. He's, he's, I said, look, everything's fine. And I said to him, look, and for me also is that when someone stepped down from a, a job, you know, in the charity sector and moved on to something else when they could have really instantly said, you could have stayed in it. Yeah. You could have stayed. And he, he, he feels generally himself and his sincerity that, look, you know what, that uh, it's time for me to move on. There's someone bigger, better um, that can do this job. And he's here to support him and guide and all that stuff. Because he's told us for quite some time ago. And so, Harris, we didn't believe him, did we? In the beginning, we didn't believe him. Yeah, that no, that's not gonna happen. He's just he's just saying it. Just, but he slowly, slowly, subliminally, he just kept on telling us little little things. You done oh, it, like Alex Ferguson. You yeah, Alex yeah, Ferguson okay. there, bro. Be honest, right? Even <laughs> yeah. for myself, it was a bit like you know, uh, like kind of telling that and saying, "Oh, we're gonna go through the recruitment process. We didn't find anybody." Like, and realistically, it doesn't really settle in until you know. I was like, "Oh, ask him. Here's here's a." the bank account and you can change that and he, like, he goes oh you still need your email and I was like uh, I'd like to keep it if I could bro. just like wait wait people still know me bro you've not changed your I'm e from Bradford innit you, you've not changed your email signature yet by the way 
I have, I have. I've deleted CEO. It's just still there, Sajjad. Ex-CEO. I'll say, to, to, if, if that goes out, I need to say Asim as the new CEO. So not just say Sajjad, CEO one. <laughs> original CEO. And then say him as CEO two. Like, you have to, you know, bro. Everyone who follows, you know. <laughs> so there's going to be that whole, like, you know when professional athletes retire and stuff, there's that whole day after retirement. Have you got a plan for that, bro? I know you're not retiring from from life. Obviously, you're you're, you're leaving charity, right? Yeah. What's your first day after? When when's it officially your? Hold on, guys. He's not leaving charity, right? I know he's oh, a volunteer. Man. We know all this, bro. No, but he's, you keep saying. Let it. me guess it up a little bit, bro. All right, guess it, guess it. <laughs> Flipping out. I'm trying to. It's for the guess, for guess. the for the gab fans, bro. Hold on, guess, guess. <laughs> 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 uh, like what? Like obviously, you're gonna step down. You're gonna carry on as a volunteer. Firstly, that just sounds a bit like. I'm still a volunteer. Yeah, a bit dead, yeah. <laughs> Your son said that, not me, Pants bro. Thanks, helping out, helping out the opposition. <laughs> so, like, have you planned, like, what you're going to do the first week after? Are you going to take some time off? Or are you going to... No, man, obviously, this has been, like, progression. So, I've, yeah. like, behind the scenes... You've already stopped working, isn't it? Blatantly. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Look, like, you know, over Ramadan, um, Asim took control of everything. You know, he was running the Ramadan campaign. Obviously, we, we have a, a heavy focus on digital, so he was the perfect man to do that. The team kind of started reporting to him and all the rest of it. So I was I was down to, you know, less than full-time hours, let's say. Um, and that was obviously a realisation, okay, I need to start looking at what else I'm going to do and all the rest of it. Um, I think, I, you know, I'm at that age now, especially like at 40, I thought, whatever I do now is the next thing and it's the last thing that I'll probably think as like my my sort of legacy or anything real value or any difference that I want to make in the world, right? At 40, if I can dedicate the next five, seven years, that's pretty much what I've got left. Uh, after that, it's just kind of advising people. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, if you're just 40, you said you've got seven years left. Bro, after that, man, what are you doing? At 47, sorry, bro. <laughs> Whoa! After that, Dude, after that, there is life after 50, I'm gonna bro. Start, I'm going to start teaching us away. <laughs> we're going lecturers. Oh, you run your business. He must like, killed himself off, like bro. This. No, I think genuinely, bro, like, you know, that kind of, you know, um, sort of passion that you get right at the beginning of starting something. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a starter, that passion you need to start something. Where do you start something else, bro? Yeah, I'm starting somewhere else, bro. Oh, you're, okay. you're asking me, bro. You're asking right. me. I'm asking you, bro. Yeah, exactly, bro. Go, go, he didn't go, go grey in the last two months because he hasn't started anything, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> the last two months is stuff. Bro, I didn't make I that got, happen to him. Exactly. Bro, have a look at some of the early footage on YouTube of I was, me. What, I was looking at it. I was bro, thinking... Bro, it's beautiful. Yeah, mashallah. Nice, clean, black beard, full head of hair. No, mashallah. But yeah, I think um, I was kind of slowly thinking about what I need to do next. The main... Like the decision that I made at the time as well was to do with, okay, well, actually, I know where I want to add value now. Uh, and most of that was looking at kind of Muslim brands and thinking about marketing. My background was in marketing, as I mentioned yeah. before. So I, I worked in, in the marketing space in industry for a while and then set up my own agency before I moved on to, uh, to be honest, I was running my own agency when we started working for Mercy Mission. And then I thought, this is fantastic work. I need to join these guys. And then I ended up in the whole Mercy Mission fair, and then NZF and then Church Right and whatever else. Um, but I want to go back to some of that with kind of a bit more experience now, having known, you know, a little bit more kind of insight into the way that Muslim communities operate and all the rest of it. Having the experience of just having traveled the world, traveling to, been to London now and all the rest of it. So I think those things are all going to be kind of part of it. But I genuinely want to be in the market space, uh, marketing space, the technology space, looking at app development, looking at AI and all that sort of stuff. But just having like this kind of, uh, again, startup mentality, working with startups, brands that really want to make a difference. It might be charities, 
not really. I think like you, you. I, I guess we, you've seen them over the last couple of years. You've seen so many apps come out now. Mm. Like you got Granly and mm. Tartil, which is amazing, and it's using all this technology. And you've got Kranik, and every so often there's these, and you've got Guider. All these new apps that are mm. coming out, especially for mm. the Muslim community. A lot of you think, well, how well did that do, man? Who else is using this app? And sometimes I talk about it, and people are, I haven't heard of that. I say, Why not? You know, mm. you should have heard of that. You know. Uh, or working with charities that don't have the budget, you know, you find that mashallah, charity writers always, you know, excelled in in this space, and we've got you know donors to come forward and put. Like I still remember that, you know, I'm not going to name the donor, but when we were first looking at setting up our own fundraising platform, it was year two, it was like 2015, yeah. And I said, listen, we're not paying all these fees to just giving, yeah. They don't even give me the data. We need to develop our own. And it's like we've got a quote. It was like 15 grand or something to develop it. And I thought, well. The, the public would go mad if we spent that sort of money, yeah. <laughs> Probably go mad now if we spent that money. Uh, I just went to a donor and said, do you mind giving me this money? And this is what's going to happen with it. Money's another one, right? Your oh, donor yeah, picks money. up money. money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hunger and money. Um, I said, do you mind giving us this money? Because we can, we, we'll, over the next three, four years, this is the difference it's going to make and all this money. And he was like, look, I don't understand this stuff, but you're asking and, you know, fine. You just take it and don't, don't mess this up. Mashallah, first year it paid back. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, we saved we saved fifteen grand just in fees and all the rest of it. Yeah, and it's always been kind of you know full on, full on. So for for me, bro, like looking at all these different things and thinking, how do we help smaller charities now that are doing amazing, amazing work? Mm. Yeah, but just don't get the limelight, don't mm. get the donations. They're not in the business of providing food or water or shelter. It's not a mosque. Maybe they're working on like you know justice or they're working on like you know human rights. They don't get time of day you know they don't get any sort of uh noise out there so how, how do we help those guys making sure that you know they're representing the muslim community as well like how do we make sure they're out there so that's the kind of mission anyway haven't figured out everything uh this is the first public uh Marshall. engagement and telling you about it Marshall, i know this podcast is going to go everywhere else, so we're like global now you know like <laughs> what's your web address um, no. <laughs> um web address isn't there yet oh. not not gonna tell you that but i think i'm about um, the first thing I'm doing is branding myself. Right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try and create a brand that really um, empowers, encourages, inspires uh, Muslims out there to say, listen, you don't have to play it small, think mm, big, mm. do things proper. The world is a big place, and you don't need to just hide in one corner and be timid. Let's let's do something amazing. It was it was weird. Like we were talking, I was talking to a, a communications person about our brand. Um, and she was oh, so if people come to you and they've got a really smart idea and they just want to keep it small and make a difference, I'm not interested. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm not interested in those people, man. I want people that are going to change the world and they're just like, can somebody help me do this? And I'm like, yeah, that's what I need to hear, man. Mm. And just get behind them. So when I was saying seven years, bro, it says after a certain amount of time, I just need to say, okay, I'll help another organization. I'll right. be part of a bigger cog. I won't be at that stage where I'm saying, let me set up a website, let me get funding in, let me go and get X, Y, and Z, and let's let's change the world. It's about scaling, man. Yeah, I think about like seven, eight years, you know, you. You're not gonna. You're not gonna be quite there. I'm gonna join Earth and just Inshallah, move not? to London and buy a house next to his house. You can't. Muhammad's already there. <laughs> Muhammad's already there. Alhamdulillah. But Muhammad's in Hackney, bro. Don't worry, bro. I'll show you my house, bro. Mashallah. Flat. Flat. <laughs> bro, if you don't mind me asking, what's your flat worth? But I don't even own my flat, bro. How much you pay rent? Uh, six hundred pounds. Six hundred pounds. But social yeah. housing, my. You dear. can have a three-bedroom house, garden, garage. Mm. 
with your own parking spot. You got a car. You got a car. Yeah, of course. I do. You can afford a better car, bro. When you move to Bradford, <laughs> you know what? He's better off being. I'm an just estate telling agent, you, bro. Yeah. Estate agent <laughs> I'm just Bradford, telling you. Selling property. You, you, know you know what he's doing. You know what he's doing. It's his whole think big thing that he's, no, he's pushing. They, no, no, no. It's not that. It's just the fact that they they got friends in it. They're on their own, <laughs> and they want they don't they like the interaction that we've got as friendships yeah. and you know brotherhood and stuff. They just want us to come there, but we ain't coming. I think let's. It's only fitting for the new CEO of Charity, right? To kind of cap off this podcast. Don't say that. Sorry, bro. It's done. I think he can cap it off, but I think you should sign us out because you've you signed can, you yourself can sign, out. Yeah, you can sign us out, but... Do I just... What do you mean? Just walk away? No, you don't walk away. You have to no, walk the camera, but when we get All to right. that point... Oh, sorry. Explain, explain what I need to I'll do. T- I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Tell you. But <clears throat> ask him, boy. Firstly, I hopefully will be... Kind of working together soon, inshallah, with uh, charity, right? Inshallah. And, um, so, any kind of parting comments for the listeners? Anything you want to say to them? Anything you want to say to Saj before you kick him out the door? There's so much that I want to <laughs> say to Saj, <laughs> but I can't say publicly. <laughs> but like, um, no, but I, actually, on a, ser- on a serious note, I, I, what I do want to say publicly, just just to acknowledge the huge, huge contribution that Sajjad has made. Oh, He's, mashallah, very Masha humble. Allah. He's very modest. Uh, I know, despite all of the... Uh, <laughs> The antics in this conversation, but I, I uh, am very humble, Masha. He is. <laughs> if I do this on myself, and he, and he goes and ruins it. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Sus, can you just forget all that stuff, man? Bradford guy, you know that. Can you just stay quiet for two seconds? Listen, bro? listen, listen. Just, just tell him what you're gonna do in the future, bro. That's what people yeah. want to know. They want to say, "Oh, right, this guy's out. Fine, no problem." What's this, coming? This well, new he, guy. He's coming, bro. He's about to say, yeah, bro. Forget me, man. I'm just a small fish. I'm out. It's old news, bro. Just, just yeah, the exactly, last right. thing on Sajjad, just yeah. the last thing on Sajjad, you know, the big shoes comment. We 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 are standing on the shoulders of the work that Sajjad and the team has sure. done. Right, um, right. And that 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 must be acknowledged. Um, I see him squirming in his chair, bro. <laughs> let so him get it out and then he can do his in thing. In terms of in terms of the future, uh, what can we expect from Charity Right? A lot more innovation in the tech space. Um, we have uh, in the pipeline new product experiences, new donation experiences coming. Um, we we know that our donors just want to engage with us in the di- in the digital space, in the tech space, um, and so we will be uh, we'll be speaking to that. Inshallah, um, we have uh, we're in fact just finalizing our three year plan uh, to the end of twenty five. Um, and that will feature a lot of uh, new technology and a lot of new kind of technical experiences. Um, and outside of that, uh, building uh, deeper relationships with the uh, with the brothers here as well. Um, they've done. Uh, they they've been absolutely part of the team. That 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 uh, they've absolutely been part of the jazz team. Uh, and we stand on their shoulders too, right? And so it's uh, we want to continue to 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 build on the work that that. Um, that uh, Erfat and Harris has built in uh, in London, that all of you guys have built in London, mashallah, um, and really kind of just try to solidify that. We've got we've had uh, a number of discussions today, and we'll continue to have those discussions uh, around planning for uh, what's to come in London, inshallah. Uh, but we see London as a as a really important territory for us. Um, the the networks that uh, that you brothers have built are really really important to us, and we need to maintain them and build them further, inshallah. Um, yeah, and I think that's uh, that's probably enough about the uh, about the future, inshallah. and Saj, this is your time to take your boat <sighs> and just sail into the sunset.
Thanks a lot for joining us today, and then hopefully, uh, inshallah, the next guy who's going to be back, and I will be here, and then he's going to buy a house in Bradford with a garage and a garden, and where his children can live freely without prejudice, and they don't have to have their house burgled, and they can live closer to the mosque and everything else. Inshallah. Thanks a lot, my brothers and sisters. This is not the CEO, so I can talk like this now, and this guy's the CEO, so he has to be all professional on that. So, guys. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. I'll see you on the next one.